from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. Yeah. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hi, Kenneth. Hey, hey, Mocha. How are you? Good, buddy. All right, welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show. Here's a text that we got from Kenneth. Hey, Roz and Mocha, my name is Kenneth, and I've been listening to your show for a year now. I started to love the show when you guys talked about the Ken doll, or a.k.a. Dream Daddy Roz. At that time, I didn't know what you guys looked like until I checked Instagram and saw the Ken doll and Roz. I'm just dead laughing in my car. Anyway, I love you guys so much. So, Kenneth, uh, first of all, welcome to the world of the Roz and Mocha show. We've been doing this show for over 11 years now together, and uh, you're one year in. How did you find us? How did you discover the Roz and Mocha show? So the story is uh, I was uh, training with my preceptor back uh, last year. Then she was listening to you guys before I before start start. Then uh, when you guys talk about the Kendall, she was <laughs> laughing so, so hard, and I said, what's going on? I don't want to be left out. <laughs> so... After, after the day, I searched for teacher the Kendall, and mm-hmm. I saw Ross. I was so laughing so hard, and I'm still dying till today. I'll tell you, you know what? Let me tell you. Let me tell you what sucks about the podcast, man. What is that? There are things that like I wasn't all that cool with. But they're way out of my life now. Uh-huh. But with a podcast, somebody could just like listen to it now and then they hit you up and it's hysterical to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's because like it's brand new. Uh, it's, it's, fresh it's all for them, brand right? new to you right now. It's all <laughs> funny. <laughs> so, Kenneth, in your mind, what did you think Roz looked like before you looked him up on IG? So I thought you are Roz. <laughs> and he is mocha. <laughs> oh, you thought that we, like our bodies were switched. Like you thought that. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I, I gotcha. I've already seen you guys in the build on the ads. Oh, right. so you saw the billboards and you just thought we yeah. were the other person. You thought I was yeah, Roz person, and you thought Roz exactly. was Mocha. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Here's, yeah, the th- here's the thing about those pictures too. Like when they do these big ad campaigns for the show, right? Is that they're very adamant that I stand on one side and Mocha stands on the other side. So when you look at the billboard, it, it goes Roz and then Mocha. So when you're looking at it, I'm on the left, Mocha's on the right. That's the name of the show, Roz and Mocha. So on the picture, it's Roz and Mocha. And it drives me crazy because that side is not my good side, right? I am oh, no, much really? no, I am much more comfortable standing on the other side. Oh, dude. Right, where I'm looking. Because like, we, always, we always have to look at each other, right? Yeah. Like you, you have to be like... You know, we're sort of in love, but not really. And it's sort of fun, but still cool. Like all of this weird stuff that we have to do for these pictures, right? We are. Uh, And so when I look at you, when I turn my head to the left to look at you and Uh smile, I don't like my smile on that side of my face. On the right side of your face? On the right side of my face. It's not my good side. It's not my good side. So I much prefer it on the the other side. Do you want to switch? 
We can't switch. They'll yeah, we can. no, no, we can't do that. Ah, dude, Listen, easy solution. If this okay. guy, if this guy was confused over yeah. the fact that every single picture you and I have ever taken together, yeah, I'm on the left, you're on the right. It goes uh. rosin, it goes mocha. Okay, if he still didn't get it, it we're never going to be able to change no. that. Easy solution. Which Kenna, is tell what? me if you think this is a good idea or not. So you have the text Roz and yeah. Mocha. Right. Right. Yeah. Moving forward, I will be on. The left, left you will be on the right, okay. and underneath Roz, we'll just draw an arrow from the name Roz over to your picture, an arrow from underneath no. my name over to my picture. No, So then no. that way you know. No, that's, Come on, dude. that's a ridiculous idea. No, you're going to have to change the name of the show. No. <laughs> okay, yeah. And then, and then after 11 else. years? After no. 11, yeah, okay. Oh, okay, here we go. And then after, you know all the things that would have to change if we change the name of the show, Maury? Thousands of things would have to be changed. Yeah. Literally thousands of things. I'm just no, trying to I, accommodate, be sensitive to your feelings. Right. It's just, it's just, I don't, it's not my good side. And if, if, I'm, if I'm being, if I'm being honest. You put it backwards so that in people's mirrors, it's right. So what, you have to then force everybody to look at the picture with a mirror, Maury? <laughs> <laughs> like, and then we got to write that next to Mocha's dumb arrows? <laughs> here, here, for anybody who's not looking at this with a mirror, we've given you arrows? No, yeah. that's, that's it's not, it's not a way to build a marketing well, campaign. We're just spitballing here, guys. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Kenneth, thank you so much for reaching out. Thank you very much for listening and spending time with the Raz and Mocha Show. Welcome. Thank you so much, guys. Welcome to the Raz and Mocha Show. In the in the, the one year that you've been listening, between Raz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, my God. Mocha, hands down. <laughs> oh, great. That's, that's nice. No arrows needed. <laughs> Is it because you've only seen me on my bad side? I <laughs> 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 oh, love you lots, Kenneth. Have a great day. Thank you, guys. I love you guys so much. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. So today is opposite day. Hmm. I don't know what that means. So I that guess. means it's not. Right. <laughs> Do you get it? Because it's the opposite. Yeah. Um, I think he knows what... Understands what opposites are. But do you understand what opposites are? If I go through a list of words, yeah. would you be able to name the exact opposite to that word? Easily. To the meaning. Oh, God. So, Mocha, you have your buzzer ready? Maury? Okay, so Mocha's is the deeper, more masculine tone buzzer. Maury? Okay. Uh, the opposite of doctor. Mocha? Veterinarian? No. Incorrect. Maury. Nurse. Incorrect. Patient. Oh. What is it? Patient. Oh, yeah. Duh. Well, I mean. <laughs> maybe. Don't argue with the results, Maury. <laughs> okay. Uh, empty. Maury. Full. Yes. Ex expand. Because it's not. Oh. Contract. Mocha. Correct. Oh, hang on. But no, I thought he wanted me to expand on why it's full. <laughs> Are you for real right now? Are you for real right now? That is the worst excuse for not getting an answer yeah, big time. that I've ever, that I've ever. Uh, okay. What is the opposite of fail? Mocha. Succeed. Correct. Win. No, Maury. We already got a correct answer. Uh, frequent. Mocha. Infrequent. And no, seldom. Nah, I disagree. <laughs> uh, where are we here? Um, let's say guest. Oh, Maury. Uninvited. Incorrect. Mocha. Opposite of guest. Oh, host. Correct. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. Now it all makes sense, right, Maury? Uninvited. Right. 
That's your life. Uh, hill. Maury. Valley. Yes. Hunger. Starving. Full, man. Oh. No, they have, and I, and I agree with this, they have the opposite of hunger as thirst. Oh. oh okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, okay. I still disagree. It should be full. <laughs> uh, no, but Mocha's right, because the opposite of thirst would be quenched. Intentional. Maury. Unintentional. No. <laughs> you can't just keep putting un or up in front of the word. Intentional. Intentional is a word. What is the opposite of intentional? Like you intended to do this. Right. More mocha? Unintentional. No. <laughs> you dingbats. Accidental. Oh, right. Give me one more. Accidental. One more. One more. Um, okay. So uh, where's a good one here? Hold on. Oh, landlord. Oh. Maury. Tenant. Mo- mocha. <laughs> Tenant. Thank you. <laughs> That's what I said. No, you didn't. What'd you say? Tendent. No. Yeah, that's no. exactly it's, what you said. Yeah, you said tendent. Yeah, incorrect. The word is mocha? Tenant. Tenant. Oh, because, okay. Oh, because of what? Because I didn't pronounce it. No, because you added letters and said the wrong word. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. Hi, it's Roz and Mocha. Who's this? Hi, it's Rebecca. What's up, Rebecca? Uh, not much. I'm just getting my day started for online learning. I just wanted ah. to call and tell you guys how much I love you guys. Ah, well, we love you right back. Uh, what grade do you teach? Uh, I'm kindergarten. Kindy. Oh, what? How do you do online learning with kindergartners? Uh, um, that's <laughs> a great question. <laughs> that's exactly how you do it. You just wing it. Yeah. Oh, yeah? We, yeah, we have like a skeletal schedule that like, hey, we like, hey, we log on at 8.30. We give them like 10 minutes to log on and then like sometimes like four or five show up, some of them only one. And we're like, so maybe we'll just wait a couple more minutes and then we just kind of we wing it sometimes because you see some of these kids online and they're like, they're just staring at the screen or they just turn off their camera and you're like, oh, so I'm just talking to Icon. So how old are they? Four or five years old? Yeah, four and five. Okay. So are they logging on then like with a parent? Like, somebody has to be there because their attention span isn't that long to be sitting there looking at a screen like that. No, yeah. It's a, a bunch of them have their parents logging on. We don't actually see the parents, but, oh, okay. like, you can see the parents walking in and out. Or, like, yeah. if we're doing work or the kids, like, bouncing up and down, you can hear the parents saying, someone's so pay attention. Look at the camera. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's, I actually also wanted to call because I wanted to know how Cruz is doing with the Days of the Week song that I gave you. Oh, <laughs> so it's so funny because I, I, Rebecca, your song is such a big hit in in our house. Oh, yeah. Um, so that day that you taught us the song, first of all, thank you very much for introducing the Days of the Week song yeah, to our household. Um, because ever since you told us about it, we started singing it. He knows it and sings it. But the thing is, he doesn't know, like, if I were to ask him, like, what day comes after Wednesday? He wouldn't be able mm-hmm. to just, like, say it, mm-hmm. right? right? Or what day comes after Sunday? He has to sing mm-hmm. the song. And But that's okay, though, because even with the kindergartners, it's, I go, okay, what day comes after Monday? And they're like, uh, so, okay, so sing it in your head quietly and listen, what comes after Sunday? What comes after Monday? And then they'll get it. Hold he's on. young, so see. he's going to get it. Oh, okay. Hang on. See, I'm going to put my phone up to the microphone, and let's see if you can hear this. Okay. Okay, we're 
singing the days of the week song. Days of the week. 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 There's Sunday and there's Monday. There's Tuesday and there's Wednesday. There's Saturday. Um, Thursday. There's Thursday and there's Wednesday. No, Thursday and there's Friday. There's Thursday and there's Friday. Then there's Saturday. Days of the week. Yeah! <laughs> oh my god! That was so sweet. Yo, I'm tearing like, up right now. I know. Mocha, oh so my god! I tear. I'm tearing up. Are you kidding me? That was so cute. Mocha sent that to me uh, shortly after after it happened, and I've watched that video like a hundred <laughs> times. Oh my god! Like, I love just, like, it. So in, he's so enthusiastic about it, and he's like. Oh, he's so excited. Oh, he really he's is. Uh, Rebecca, much love to you. Thank you again for introducing that song to us. Uh, <laughs> like I said, it's a big hit in, in our house with our little guy, Cruz. And we hope you have a wonderful day with uh, with your online teaching. Thank you. Thank you. I always have you guys on my Google Home downstairs. And then sometimes my kids will hear the music in the background and they're like, what's that good song? And they'll like start <laughs> dancing around. Aw, well, we love you lots. Thank you very much for the support. No, of course. Thank you, guys. You guys are amazing. How could I not? This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Oh, how you feeling? God, I'm good. Considering everything, it was like cold what? this morning. Yeah, it's gonna be. I don't know, man. It's winter though. What do you expect? I, listen, man. We, we I get. I get. Uh, I don't cold? like. We go. Yeah, no, we go through these stretches of where you start thinking maybe winter's not gonna happen, right? Well, we're supposed to get the polar vortex soon. Well, shush with that. Don't we, we get say. that every year? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But we're still waiting for that. So if you think you're miserable now, oh boy. <laughs> Are your floors cold? Am I what cold? Your floors. How's that now? Um, <laughs> no. No, my floors aren't cold. <laughs> what are you like? Are you worried about my feet? Like, what's going on over there? I don't, every time I visit somebody's like actual house, not a condo, like a physical house dwelling, yeah, uh-huh. floors are freezing. Why are you going to people's houses? You're supposed to be at home. Yeah. No, like my dad's house, right? right? Like, and my my legal guardian Susie. Right. Floors are cold. Yeah, house floors. Yeah, yeah. no, no, no. You you do have a, you do have a point there because when you live in a condo, heat rises, right? Mm-hmm. So you're so, getting the heat from below. <laughs> yep. Yes. Yes. From unit I one. Didn't, I didn't think. A. I had, okay. I didn't it think. usually starts at unit one A. I didn't think I had to. And like, then they filter it through the ventilation system. I didn't think I had to explain. That right. Part. Yeah. No. Like I just yeah. meant like your floors are hot because the people below have their heat on. I. I but that, yeah, I said yes. heat right. It's understood at that point <laughs> why your floors would be warm. What happens is it starts in one unit, right, and then it spreads horizontally. Yeah, so that that entire floor gets heated, don't. and then it starts to rise vertically through all the other units. Yeah, so like if you're on the top floor, boy, that's hot. But guess okay. what? Yes, yeah. you're on the third floor, yeah. so you don't have it as oh, nice as what they got on like the tenth floor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my mom lives in one of those old buildings, like an old city apartment, uh-huh. and that's it's nice. And they're back in the day when they used to build apartments, they built it right. It's a separate kitchen. True. It's two full bedrooms. Yeah. It's like a living thicker walls, thick everything. But the way that the heat was done with the floors like they have to because my ma is i don't even know what she is but anything above like six and a half degrees she starts sweating right like it's just <laughs> like she can't handle any heat whatsoever really yeah but the way that they're built she must hate summer oh then. she hates summer 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. She hates summer. So does she have the air conditioning on in the winter? All the time. Um, but no, but they have to call down to their neighbor who lives underneath them to ask them sometimes to turn her heat down. See? No. Yes. See? Yeah. I yeah. was right. Yeah, I don't know what her name is, Midge. I don't know. But they're like, <laughs> they're like, Midge, you're killing us up here, man. Like, put the house coat on, sweetheart. <laughs> We're cooking. <laughs> yeah, they have to. They have to call. You have to call. Every, and everybody call does it in the building. And do you know no. what's yeah, yeah, because the way that the heat runs for your individual unit, it's weird. Like, the heat will run high, right? So yeah. your heat runs high, and then it's it's above you, supposed to heat your... So basically, everybody's apartment is heated by the unit underneath, Right, so like when my mom, like my, the, the neighbors above well, that's my why mom, the vents are they, a, a cup high. they may be dead because the heat's <laughs> never on in my mom's place. Right, like I don't, you, you gotta, you know what I mean? You Nobody gotta check it on Bob and Donna. No, Bob and Donna may be frozen. <laughs> no. Yeah, but you gotta, you go to my mom's house in the winter, and like the patio doors <laughs> open, right? Oh like, just, like you, <laughs> I'm not even lying, right? Yeah. It's crazy. Like opening my mom's door to her apartment is like in the winter when you're in the car and you open the door to get out of it oh, like, no, like when you when worst. you walk from the hallway to into yeah. her place it's like <laughs> like it just it, it hits you this is the Roz and mocha show podcast Roz and mochas fix my life what advice can you guys give me okay so my question is my question is got a problem you can't fix Roz and mocha got you how are you today Alyssa? i'm good thanks how are you what's going good. on sounds like you got a lot on your mind <laughs> I do. Um, I'm wondering, you know, how I can move on from being in love with my friend who is also my coworker. Oh, God. So, yeah, <laughs> you wrote us this. You guys have been close friends for over five years. And after you realized that you loved him, you finally told him. But he said that your closeness and connection didn't change his situation. And now a year later, you find that you just can't move past your feelings for him. And you feel heartbroken every single day that you aren't together. Please help. So this was not anything that ever turned into a relationship, right? No, he's been, uh, he's partnered. So he's been in a relationship this whole time. Oh. Oh, boy. Yo, you confess your feelings to him while he was with someone else? Yes. You got to shoot your shot, though, I guess, huh? Did you think, like, what did you think was going to happen, though? Did you think he was going to, like, say, I might be in love with you as well? Um, I think I was just, like, at a point where I didn't want to regret not telling him ever and this was like even before a pandemic when things changed everything but yeah like we definitely have this connection how did this play out in your head so you were gonna to you told him that you love him and then play play out the rest for me how the it was gonna work out he was gonna immediately say i love you too and then and then end his relationship that he had move out and you guys were just gonna carry on like everything was cool no i didn't I actually didn't really see that happening. I really just wanted him to know kind of my truth and how I felt um, and, you know, see if he did maybe have any feelings. But I really, I think deep down knew that that wasn't going to happen. So you you threw that out there knowing that it wasn't going to become anything, but you just felt that you needed him to know how you felt? Yes. That's kind of a crap move. So when you confessed your feelings to your friend, who's also your coworker, Oof. did the dynamic between you two change at all? No. Okay. Does his, is a girlfriend or a wife? Yes. Girlfriend. Uh, okay. Girlfriend, yeah. Does his girlfriend know that you said what you said? I don't think so. Okay. Do you know her? 
uh, not very well. Um, the, these situ- these these things are hard. I think that you need to. How do you get over it? Is I know you have feelings for the guy and everything else, but I think that how you get over the sort of heartbreak part of it is to any time you say his name, anytime you see him in the office, anytime, anytime, anything. I think you just need to repeat the words over and over again. That dude does not love me. Yeah. Because he doesn't. And you you took your shot and it didn't work out. And guess what? Now you got to put the pieces back together and you got to carry on. This there's no there's no poor Alyssa in this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's for sure. It's right? not a, it's not a Netflix or a Lifetime movie. Girl. No, it's, <laughs> this, this man <laughs> no. this this man didn't break your heart. Okay, he he didn't. No offense, he, you kind of broke your own heart. Yeah, he didn't lead you along, and then you know had an affair with you, and then you guys fell in love, and then he turned around and said, "I'm not going to leave my my girlfriend for you." None of that happened. Right. Right. This all happened in your head. You're, fair enough. Yes, you're right. Everything that that is leading to the way you feel and the heartbreak and the pain and the everything else, it all happened in your head. Alyssa, since you like said what you said to the guy, uh, had you been like trying to meet other people or was it just so heartbroken over this dude that you've stopped everything? I've kind of tried to date. It's hard. I find like I do compare kind of our connection and closeness, but also just... I also have kids too, so I find that situation makes it hard to date anyway. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's tough. How old are your kids? Um, I have a nine-year-old and twin seven-year-old girls. And you're single mom, three kids. Yes. That's a rough life for you, man. That is not easy, especially now. That is tough. Yeah. You were doing you were doing more than most. Well, trying to at least. <laughs> no, hey, listen, don't don't discount yourself. I think that you know when you start looking around of what you have to offer, I think that even just the ability to stay sane in a situation where you're a single mom of a nine year old and two younger twins, um, that is a thing that most people could not handle on their own. And I think that that's what you lead with. And I think that you don't shy away from being that person when you're meeting somebody. Because I think that there will be the, the pool you're playing in as far as people who may be into you is much smaller. Um, mm-hmm. But but yeah, I think you're going to find somebody who appreciates that. And it's not that part of your life is not going to be something that they have to overlook or get used to. I think that that part of your life, you being the single mom and being able to handle things is going to be the thing that makes you most attractive to them. Thank you. So I think you lead with that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Does that okay. help at all, Alyssa? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Thank okay. you. I think right, you're bro. right. <laughs> and as far as the office goes, just don't change. Don't change anything. Don't ignore yeah. them. Um, you know, set. I, I would. I think that if I were you, I would be the one that sets a few boundaries. You know, I, I would keep okay. keep keep the conversations the exact same. If you say good morning to everybody else, say good morning to him. Uh, you know, all that stuff. Just don't don't change anything. Don't don't make your life more difficult than it needs to be. You, you took your shot. It didn't work. You move on. Okay. Thank okay. you. I okay. appreciate that. Okay. All right, Alyssa, yeah. much love to you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. BuzzFeed put out this question to their followers. What are the most obvious lies that you've ever been told? Like that time I caught Dammit Mori on Grinder. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> he tried to tell me. Man, any he opportunity. Wasn't a- <laughs> any opportunity. You have to bring that up. <laughs> right? My God. Yeah, you were the one that lied. But- 
Oh my, I don't want that lie. You were sitting in your office eating McDonald's and cruise on grinder. <laughs> <laughs> what? The most obvious lie I was ever told was uh-huh. when my friend John and I were in Niagara Falls and he told me to look outside the window because any moment now they're going to be turning the falls off for nighttime. <laughs> he told me that every night they turn them off. Yeah. So you don't want to miss this. <laughs> like, the, like, there's the no water. like it's just like a rock cliff at that point. Like there's no water. That's right. Like a faucet. <laughs> they turn it. So I stood there for like half an hour. He's like, any minute now. Okay. So what are the most obvious lies you've ever been told? In high school, a buddy told me that he didn't steal our other buddy's watch. He was wearing the watch when I asked him about it. <laughs> in a job interview, they said, the company's in great shape, so don't pay any attention to the rumors about financial trouble. <laughs> An ex-partner told me, that's not a hickey. I bruised my neck helping my sister move today. <laughs> Man, back in, high, back in high school, there was only, there was, uh, it was always, always, always a supposed burn from a curling iron. <laughs> always. That is the lie. I can't even tell you the thousands of parents that have believed the I burn myself with the curling iron hickey lie. You know, I never had a hickey. No? At all? It's too late now. Did you ever give yourself a hickey? Like suck your own arm? We used no. to do that. No? Oh, yeah, all the time. All the time. Yeah. How do you yeah. do that? You just suck your own forearm. Okay, I'll do that. Have you ever you given reading. a hickey? Yes. Okay. Had that go over? Poorly. Poorly, right. Why? Yeah. Oh, because Nobody I got, like, does. in trouble for doing, like, he got really angry at me. Yeah, because he has another boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, again, these are, uh, what are the most obvious lies that you've ever been told? Nobody needs to hear that right now more. Honestly. My ex Stop. told me he was in a car accident and totaled his car and broke a few ribs. He was trying to get sympathy so I would get back together with him. He sent me a photo of his car smashed up. So I Google searched it. The first pick of his make and model of that car that was wrecked turned up. He formulated the whole story <laughs> after that picture. Uh, I'm a plus-size girl. I walk into my boyfriend's bedroom and find a butterfly thong laying on the floor that was a small size. This dude had the audacity to look at me and say, Oh, uh, those aren't yours? <laughs> <laughs> A 24-year-old man with very gross teeth told me once, my dentist said I don't have to brush my teeth because my saliva cleans them for me. (laughs) My husband always tells me that he does help me with the house chores by vacuuming the kitchen three to four times a week. When asked how come I've never seen him doing it, he claimed he does it before I come home from work. I hid the vacuum attachment. You can't vacuum without it. And it's been three weeks. He still hasn't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> this is like I, I knew a, a woman who hated hot tubs. Mm-hmm. And eventually in a conversation, you found out why she hated hot tubs. And she said that she was afraid of catching an STD. And we were all like, you're afraid of catching a what? And she's like, yeah. Her boyfriend told her after he came back from Mexico with an STD. <laughs> Yeah. That he was told there that he got it from the hot tub. No. <laughs> yes. And she fell for it. <laughs> and hated hot tubs ever since. <laughs> okay, I got two more to read to you. Uh, a childhood friend and I met up for coffee one day after not meeting for a few years. He casually, quote, let it slip that ever since he earned a black belt, he had to register with the state as a human weapon. Oh, And finally, from BuzzFeed, what are the most obvious lies you've ever been told? 
I told my mom I got it from football practice. She asked why all my teammates were giving me hickeys. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. BuzzFeed put out this question to their followers. What are the most obvious lies that you've ever been told? Like that time I caught Dammit Mori on Grinder. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he tried to tell me. Man, any he opportunity, <laughs> any opportunity you have to bring that up. My God. Yeah, you were the one that lied. Oh, my, the one that lied. Here's you, were, the one. you were sitting in your office eating McDonald's and cruising on Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> what? The most obvious lie I was ever told was uh-huh. when my friend John and I were in Niagara Falls, and he told me to look outside the window because... Any moment now, they're going to be turning the falls off for nighttime. <laughs> he told me that every night they turn them off. Yeah. So you don't want to miss this. <laughs> like, the, like, there's the no water. Water. like it's just like a rock cliff at that point. Like there's no water. That's right. Like a faucet. <laughs> they turn it. So I stood there for like half an hour. He's like, any minute now. Okay. So what are the most obvious lies you've ever been told? In high school, a buddy told me that he didn't steal our other buddy's watch. He was wearing the watch when I asked him about it. <laughs> in a job interview, they said the company's in great shape, so don't pay any attention to the rumors about financial trouble. <laughs> An ex-partner told me that's not a hickey. I bruised my neck helping my sister move today. <laughs> <laughs> Man, back in high, back in high school, there was only there was uh, it was always, always, always a supposed burn from a curling iron. <laughs> always, that is the lie. I can't even tell you the thousands of parents. That have believed the I burn myself with the curling iron hickey lie. You know, I never had a hickey. No? And that's too late now. Did you ever give yourself a hickey? Like suck your own arm? We used no. to do that. No? Oh, yeah, all the time. All the time. Yeah. How do you yeah. do that? You just suck your own forearm. Okay, I'll do that. Have you ever you given reading. a hickey? Yes. Okay. Had that go over? Poorly. Poorly, right. Why? Yeah. Oh, because Nobody I got does. like in trouble for doing Like he got really angry at me. Yeah, because he has another boyfriend. <laughs> 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 Uh, again, these are, uh, what are the most obvious lies that you've ever been told? Nobody needs to hear that right now more. Honestly, <laughs> My ex stop. told me he was in a car accident and totaled his car and broke a few ribs. He was trying to get sympathy so I would get back together with him. He sent me a photo of his car smashed up. So I Google searched it. The first pick of his make and model of that car that was wrecked turned up. He formulated the whole story <laughs> after that picture. Uh, I'm a plus-size girl. I walk into my boyfriend's bedroom and find a butterfly thong laying on the floor that was a small size. This dude had the audacity to look at me and say, oh, uh, those aren't yours? (laughs) (laughs) A 24-year-old man with very gross teeth told me once, my dentist said I don't have to brush my teeth because my saliva cleans them for me. (laughs) My husband always tells me that he does help me with the house chores by vacuuming the kitchen Three to four times a week. When asked how come I've never seen him doing it, he claimed he does it before I come home from work. Oh. I hid the vacuum attachment. You can't vacuum without it. And it's been three weeks. He still hasn't noticed. <laughs> <laughs> this is like I, I knew a, a woman who hated hot tubs. Mm-hmm. And eventually in a conversation, you found out why she hated hot tubs. And she said that she was afraid of catching an STD. And we were all like, you're afraid of catching a what? And she's like, yeah, her boyfriend told her after he came back from Mexico with an STD, 
Yeah. That he was told there that he got it from the hot tub. No. <laughs> yes. And she fell for it. <laughs> and hated hot tubs ever since. <laughs> okay, I got two more to read to you. Uh, a childhood friend and I met up for coffee one day after not meeting for a few years. He casually, quote, let it slip that ever since he earned a black belt, he had to register with the state as a human weapon. Oh, sh- <laughs> <laughs> And finally, from BuzzFeed, what are the most obvious lies you've ever been told? I told my mom I got it from football practice. She asked why all my teammates were giving me hickeys. (laughs) (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. You haven't started watching uh, Bridgerton, right? Nah, my wife started watching it. Did, so. What did she? What did Jenna think of it? She likes it. She likes it. Yeah. Okay. I know yeah. my sister, my sister Laura, and my mom, like I think they binged the whole thing over the weekend. Oh really? Huh? Uh-huh. See, I started watching it and I was really excited for it, and then when I put it on, I just wasn't in the right headspace for it, and right. then I just and then I didn't go back. I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back because people are really loving it. Um, but the woman who wrote the original book, Bridgerton. A woman named Julia Quinn Mm -hmm. was on with Tamron Hall. And it's one of these stories where had anybody ever really heard of Bridgerton or Julia Quinn? And how does like a book like this become a Shonda Rhimes show? Mm. I'm always curious about that when somebody's story is just like picked up and then all of a sudden it's it's, because so many times people's stories, like if you write a book or you write an idea or a treatment, people will buy them up and they just sit there and they do nothing for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Like they never make it into production. They yeah. never, but they, they never, hang on to it just in case they, they hang, they hang on to it. Maybe and a lot of times. So nobody else will make it yeah. right. Like it's a, it's a real, there's a real cruel part to buying rights for things. Um, but Julia Quinn was on with Tamron Hall talking about how her book became a Shonda Rhimes Netflix series. It came out of nowhere. I was just sitting there, you know, as one does, pretending to write in a Starbucks. And uh, my phone rang. And it was my agent. And he said, hey, have you heard of Shonda Rhimes? And he said, well, I just had the most interesting call. And, and I was just, I mean, I practically fell off the stool. Because nobody was adapting romance novels. Right. Uh, you know, people will ask me, how did you sell it? And I'll say, I didn't do anything. You know, the way I understand it, Shonda ran out of books to read on vacation and somehow stumbled on one of mine. And it's crazy to think that my life is forever changed because Shonda didn't bring enough reading material on vacation. But that's honestly what happened. (laughs) No. Shonda Rhimes went through every single book that she brought with her or had planned to read on vacation. And then like went to the gift shop or something. Wanted to read more and was like, oh, this looks interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly wow. what it was. Yeah. Remember Da Vinci Code? Remember how popular Da Vinci Code was? Oh, yeah. And Da Vinci Code became popular not because people were recommending it to people because it was awesome, because it's not a, really an awesome book. But Da Vinci Code became popular because the recommendation was, do you want, do you want to read something that is slightly interesting and ask nothing of you? You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. It's never, it was it was pitched to everybody as oh, just bring it on vacation with you. Here, take my copy. Sit on the beach. It's it's, it's like it's mindless, yeah. right? That's how Da Vinci Code became popular. It's just something that to use to pass time. Something exactly, right? exactly, yeah. And then it became it was like it was massive, like it was wow. an absolutely massive book, but not because it was a great book, but just because people who were reading it were like, wow, 
So Shonda Rhimes just is bored. Bored. Bridgerton is <laughs> exactly. Bridgerton is on Netflix, and Julia Quinn wow. is probably doing very well from it. Yeah. Because Shonda Rhimes was bored. Damn. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What up, Holmes? What's going on? I'm good. How are you? Good. How's your weekend? That was fine. Yeah. Yeah. You watch anything? Oh, God. What did sorry. I watch? The question should be, what didn't you watch? Hey, Maury, did you put that Jake Paul clip in for me? Yeah. yeah? Um, so I watched UFC. Same Z's. And I watched the prelims with Roxy. Uh-huh. Because she's actually quite into UFC. Really? And, yeah, and like and and gets it and doesn't get upset when they're grappling and all this stuff. She okay. she fully gets it. And then so we watch the prelims together, and then she goes to bed before UFC starts. Oh, and we- then IPVR UFC, and yeah. then we wake up the next morning and watch the main event together. Oh, right. So you didn't watch anything else? I, I did. I watched it. I watched. But it. do you like fast forward through all the all the other stuff? Like yeah, the video no, no, montage, we, the intros, all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. straight to the fight. We watched. We watched the two women fight. Um, uh-huh. uh, her last, the girl's one woman's last name was I, and she went by Evil Eye. Rox found that interesting. Yeah, uh, that was actually then, a good match. Yeah, and then we watched the. Um, the Conor McGregor, because the whole night before, Catherine was just going on and on and on about how deplorable of a person Conor McGregor was. Mm. And she hates him, right? Yeah. Catherine hates Conor McGregor. But, like, um, knowing his history and, like, knowing his personality and stuff, or just based on what she just assumed? Just based on everything that he's ever said in front of a microphone. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Um, like, he's a very easy person to hate. Yeah. And she has no time for any sort of, you know, it's all show. She's uh-huh. like, nobody says that. No sane person who actually has a heart would say that stuff and think that it's fun or funny. Uh, so anyway, so she hates Conor McGregor. <laughs> so now, now, Roxy hates Conor McGregor because as wow. we know, hate is taught. Um, <laughs> what? It's true. It's how it happens, I know, right? I know, so, I know. so, uh, I wake up the next morning and Catherine looks at me and she goes, so what happened? And I was like, and I, I'm like, Rox, do you want to watch the fight? She's like, I want to watch the fight. So I had to text Catherine, right? I'm like, listen, I'm going to text you who won, right? Uh-huh. But don't say anything because don't spoil it for Rox. And so then I text Catherine. Connor got his ass beat. And Catherine and Rox are sitting on the couch. Catherine picks up her phone and goes, oh, thank God. Oh, and I'm, come right? on. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you doing? Not cool. Not cool. Right? So Rox and I put the fight on, and then she really enjoyed it. Catherine had to leave, and then Catherine came back home later on and watched the fight again. So I watched the Conor McGregor fight three times over the wow, weekend. Wow, good for like you. Like, in its, in its entirety, three times over the weekend. But well, uh, In its entirety, two yeah, rounds. exactly. Yeah. Partially. But, yes, uh, but Jake Paul started trending immediately. And because if you remember, Jake Paul released that one video where he wanted to fight Conor McGregor, and he offered McGregor... $50 million guaranteed uh, to do a boxing match against Jake Paul. Mm-hmm. And did you see his videos from after the fight? Jake Paul's videos no. from after the fight? Okay, so here's the one of Jake Paul. I guess he was leaving his friend's house and he's in his car. <laughs> <laughs> UFC 257 Conor McGregor just got knocked the f- out. Worst stream of all time, Dana White. Worst stream ever. We want refunds. Conor McGregor Got paid $5 million to fight a bum, and he got knocked out by the bum. <laughs> Bro, the memes right now all over Twitter is trending. This is hilarious. He got Nate Robinson. Connor, dude, you got paid $5 million to fight a bum. You should have taken the Jake Paul fight for $50 million, but now I got $10,000 for you. I got $10,000 cash. Cold hard cash. Blue hundreds. All cash. <laughs> 
right, all right, or, or, or I'll give you a third of a Bitcoin. Oh. oh. You choose. <laughs> you choose, Conor McGregor. But, bro, good morning. I uh, hope you're up. <laughs> uh, April 17th, guys, I'm fighting. Uh, you know, it was supposed to be Conor McGregor, but we'll, we'll see what happens. Stay tuned. <laughs> oh, come okay. on. So now okay. he's offering him 10 grand. Despite, despite <laughs> how you may feel about Conor McGregor. Yes. I think he would lay Jake Paul out on his ass. Yeah, he would. Um, like in a second. But could you imagine that fight? Because we just went on and on and on about how easy Conor McGregor is to hate. I don't know if there would be another fight where it would be up for debate on who is hated most. Oh, Jake Paul. Jake Paul and Conor McGregor. I would say Jake Paul. You think so? Yeah. I don't know, man. There's a lot of people. That... I know. I know. But when you do the comparison of the two. Yeah. If I had to hate someone, right? <laughs> yeah. More. If you, I... Okay. If you had to teach Cruz on who to hate more. Oh, Jake Paul. <laughs> Jake <Easy>. Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. How are you? <sighs> what? Snow everywhere. Man, what are you going to do? Ah, I hate it. You shovel it. I did shovel it. I shoveled a little bit. Um, I didn't find the snow to be as bad yesterday. Really? Yeah. It was that. It wasn't like. But um, you've had constant snow where you live. You've had constant snow. Like, I look at your IG. Yeah. And I'm like, I look at my backyard and I just see the deck and like whatever grass is there. And then I look at your IG stories and you got like a foot of snow on your lawn still. Yeah. But like you've the, had just constant snow. Constant. Yeah. Yeah. But the snow that fell yesterday, at least in our neighborhood, it was like just light powdered snow oh no ours this was packing snow it wasn't packed yeah so it was easy to i use a snowblower and it took two seconds yeah and even with the shovel i cleared off like a smaller area and it it was nothing it was fine yeah yeah no it sucked where i was oh wow Oh, it was terrible like even just getting it off the hood of the car really oh my god it It weighed it it weighed a ton it weighed a ton and i don't know what happened to my scraper again oh no so i'm now on it snowed so it snowed twice so far in the city right yeah and i'm on my third scraper already yeah what do you have those old school like thin it's long no it's long and like i it's very difficult to misplace Right. Mm-hmm. And I got a bunch of stuff back there and then I just stick my hand and I go like reaching around for it. We're and still talking about the Shut the up. Crash, right? Shut up. Yes. <laughs> You're such a jerk. No. And the old one that I had, I liked better because the tip flipped out. Right. Uh-huh. Like, you know, when it goes from being straight to <laughs> being straight the other way yep i right? sure do okay so where you could control it you could grab it by the bottom uh-huh. and like push something and then the the tip of it would would shift yeah, right that happens sometimes. so i used to i used to really like that one but now i have one where the like the bristly parts uh-huh. are just on the actual stem and they're not it's not a like the, you can't move the tip around i like oh, it i like it straight? when i can yeah Oh. I don't like that one. So that's the only one I have now. That's my third now of the season. Oh, man. You need to get one of those like Bruh. heavy-duty ones from Canadian Tire. That's what it was. Oh. Where'd it go? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what I do Catherine's with them. Car? Yeah, I don't know what I do with them. She wouldn't steal it. I don't know. I don't know what hmm. I do with them. Like I, I have them and then I use it and I think maybe like I just like I'm just so pissed off after you throw I, it? I I might just like leave it on the side of the thing and I don't know. I don't know what I do with them. I don't know how oh. I lose. I just think like automatically after I finish using my snow brush, I just like immediately open the back door. Yeah. And I just throw it on the floor. Thank you. Back that, of the car. That's that's what I do. That's what I do too. Yeah. But apparently I don't. Like my old man had the same scraper. 
for my whole life. Yeah. Never had another one. Old school. Old school. Well, wooden handle. Yeah. Black bristles on one side. That's it. Stupid plastic scraper on the That's other. That's it. Like he had the same one and it looked like in the bristle part of it, there was no bristles left. Yeah. Right. My whole life. He had the same it's one. It's like if you use the same toothbrush for like two years. Yeah. That's me too. Oh, really? Yeah, oh my God. My toothbrush is so gross. You Catherine can't even look at my toothbrush. No, because the whole family has moved over to um, electric toothbrushes, yeah. like the little way spinning better. round ones. Way better, I can't do way. that. I no, can't do it. Nah, not. it's too bougie. I don't know. It's not for no, me. it's not. Yeah, it's not for me. It's I don't like for it. for your teeth. No, and then if you don't brush your teeth, like Catherine's, if she doesn't, if she uses it and doesn't brush her teeth long enough, yeah. she looks at her toothbrush and it gives her a frowny face. Yeah, but like. Like it's her toothbrush is disappointed in her. You think I need that in my life? It's two minutes, dude. No, it's, it's way too long to be brushing your teeth. Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Busy. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Man, I saw people going in on Drake on Twitter yesterday. What for? Because there's a picture he posted. I guess he's in the Bahamas right now. Oh. And he posted a picture with someone. And everyone... <laughs> Like, we're all waiting for the Drake album, right? Mm -hmm. And it's been delayed, like, what, three times now? Mm -hmm. And he, clearly the biggest superstar in the world, right? <laughs> Highly anticipated album. And I just found it funny that everyone was like, oh, so you have time to go hang on the Bahamas, but not finish the album. Right. Now, is the album finished, though? Like, do we know that for sure? No idea. I okay. assume he's still working on it. Like, he's still right. posting photos, whether they're new or not. Um, but photos of him in the studio, right? right? right and right, he right. obviously took time off of making Certified Lover Boy or releasing it at least because he got that ankle injury and he had surgery and he's rehabbing. Mm -hmm. And everyone was like, oh, would well, you got to go to the Bahamas for rehab? Why can't you finish the album? Mm -hmm. Why couldn't you, like, you know, if you have a laptop, why can't you finish it on the plane on the way there? Why is, why? it's interesting though. Like, why is Drake not being dragged for leaving the country? Like yeah, why is that why know. is that why is that not the conversation? I have no idea, man. Maybe it's like is it different? I don't know what the rules are, but is it different for No, you should like nobody's people, supposed to leave. Have, no, you're not supposed to leave. If you have uh, access to a private no, jet. No, no, you're not supposed to leave. That's the rules. You're yeah, just you're just not supposed to leave. I assume celebrities have a different no, they, As they shouldn't. They shouldn't. You're right. They shouldn't, <laughs> but maybe they just have it's just different for them, right? No. Well, I have no idea. Who knows? I don't know what the flight status, the situation is. If he, I'm sure he didn't quarantine. You're just, no, you're just not supposed to leave. It's not about what you do when you get there. You're just not supposed to leave. Yeah, but that's for everybody, though. That's what I mean. So why are planes still allowed to fly? Why are airports still open? No, but, well, no, but what I'm saying is frowned upon, right? You're not Absolutely. supposed to leave. The, 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 the statements are just don't go, right? Just don't go. Yeah, but don't get me wrong. Don't it. get me wrong. If I could be in the Bahamas right now. Right? Okay, bro. That's what I'm saying, though. Like, I'm just saying. like if you had, okay, listen. Right. If you and I had access to Drake money. Right. If somebody told me this weekend, I can yeah. get to the Bahamas for the weekend, nobody will ever find out where you want to go, I would 100% go. Yeah. Thank you. And then I would get caught. <laughs> yeah. And then right? apologize. And then I, all right, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll 14 be days. I'll quarantine. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, whatever. Like, I get it. Don't get me wrong. I get it. But I would get dragged, uh -huh. right? I'm just, I, I'm wondering why that's not part of the conversation. Maybe I, I just haven't seen it. I don't know. I didn't see any of those comments. It was just yeah. that Drake, where is the album? Where is the album? Of, well, of course. When, that's, you know, once, cheese, man. When somebody says that they're incapable of doing something because of something 
and then you see them spending all their time doing something that takes actually more effort than just releasing an album, mm -hmm. it's frustrating for fans. Right. But hitting upload, okay, takes a whole lot less effort than getting on the plane and back in the, the bag. I know. But to play devil's advocate, okay, because I am a Drake fan, right? What if he's in the Bahamas and filming a music video for the next single? Well, then I want to know what his pro COVID protocols are on set of that music video. I think. <laughs> like, <laughs> should we email him? No, I'm just saying, man. Listen, Aubrey.gram.gmail.com. Like, well, you look at look at this. Okay, you, you can't tell me like I'm bored in the house. I'm in the house bored, right? When you live in, <laughs> in when you live in a Drake's place. I know. You know what I mean? I know. Like, you live in a casino. Bro, bro, yes, you do. Right? You, li you already live in a resort. Yeah. <laughs> you have unlimited options of things. Okay, to do. I don't know what your regular gas bill is, but I know even in January you could heat that pool to ocean temp. Yeah. Oh, wouldn't that be nice? Right. right? Now? He's not worried about the gas bill. Get it up to 95. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. There was a big announcement that took place yesterday and had uh, people all over this country going wild. Twitter was bananas when they watched Tim and Sid over on Sportsnet. Yeah, Tim and Sid, they like that. And, God, man, that show's been around for a long time. Started yeah. from nothing, and now they crush. Um, but Sid made the announcement yesterday that his time with Tim and Sid is done. He's leaving the show. It will be Tim and whoever. Uh, whoever. Somebody else. Um, and he's going to breakfast television with uh, Dina. Good morning, Sid Sixero. What's going on, man? What up, homie? How are you? All good. All good. Uh, so yeah, it's been a wild 24 hours. How's it been for you? That's that's a big that's a big bomb to drop on on fans. It's uh, it was it's a you know I now know what bittersweet actually means. Yeah. Um, because uh, it was it was a lot more hard. It was a lot more difficult to say on air than I thought it would be. Once I said it. Uh, and kind of had a bit of a moment and then kind of pushed through. I felt a bit better about it, but it was, uh, it was emotional. You know, we kind of talked about it as a team prior to the show. That was a little emotional and I know that's not my MO. So, uh, um, it, it was, it was quite the day, but it was, but the love was, uh, was overwhelming. So it was, it was incredible. At what point yesterday after you made the announcement on the show, did you have to turn your phone off or like stop checking Twitter or stop checking your text messages? Um, I had to, I had to get my two and a half hours of sleep. So I had to shut it down. <laughs> <at some> point. <laughs> uh, it's a, a lot of questions people have. And, and the first one that you see, uh, you know, a lot is, well, Hey man, just fricking do both. Do both. What mad person suggested do both? Are you serious? <laughs> what is this? Some form of North Korean torture? I'm not doing that. I'm not doing both. <laughs> I don't know, man. You Listen, both. I know you. I know you have nine jobs. I know. I know Johnny nine jobs. Uh, break. It's a it, it's a very difficult thing. And I remember recently we were having a, a conversation with with Matthew McConaughey for his uh, when he wrote his new book Green Lights, and he talked in the book about walking away from doing rom coms. And even though he was making incredible money doing rom coms, he was turning down incredible money uh, because he wanted to do something else. And it came down to to the difficulty in walking away from something that you're really, really good at. And you are really, really good at Tim and Sid. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. It, it, it was difficult. Yeah, very difficult. And, um, you know, it's just kind of, we all, we all, and I said this to Tim a million times, and Tim's been amazing, by the way. Uh, I just, 
do you, do you think this opportunity will come around again? Mm-hmm. This is kind of what I kept coming back to. And it was it's such a unique thing that I was presented. Um, everything in my gut said I had to try this. And um, I, I am quietly confident that this is going to work out. I've, I've, kinda, I've just trusted my gut a lot in my career, and I feel like I've done it, it served me well. Mm-hmm. And my gut told me the whole time here, I think this is something you need to do. All so right. that's, it's difficult to walk away, but um, I'm, I'm really excited. Now, Sid, is it uh, because you want to have more time, more opportunity on breakfast television to talk about episodes of The Bachelor? <laughs> I want to turn the, the entire Tuesday show into this. Because <laughs> I know you're a big fan. What do you think of uh, What do you think of Matt this season and like how everything's going in his life with the show? I like Matt. I like Matt James a lot. I don't like five new women coming in. I think it's grossly unfair next week. Sorry, I don't want to get too inside baseball in the next week's episode. No, <laughs> they're, they're bringing in five new women. And it's totally unfair. Like this is not easy. People left jobs and stuff for this, man. Like this is. Serious stuff. I, I don't know. Just I don't like. It. We'll talk so much about the Bachelor. I'm pissed <laughs> off. Okay, well, well, let's just do it now then. I'm pissed off, and you, I want to hear. So, so I'm pissed off at the Bachelor, but my, my it started with Claire and Dale because the thing that I do like about the Bachelor is there's sort of Bachelor rules that everybody follows, and Claire broke the rules, and then Sarah, who wasn't even on the stupid group date last week, broke the rules by going onto the group date, and now you have five more women showing up. I just I don't like the Bachelor without the rules it's not the same thing i know like what are we doing this for right you know? like, what is, like, all the investment without rules yes. there was like cheating at golf like i hate <laughs> one of the things i hate the most on earth like don't do that don't cheat at golf don't cheat at the bachelor and the bachelorette thank you the rules there's anarchy thank uh, you Sarah. you know we got so much love for you uh Thanks, i'm just bro. such a big fan uh, of you on on tim and sid but i look forward to to the change i look forward to what's next for you in your life and you're going to be joining bt on march 1st and start co-hosting with dina on march 10th uh we will talk to you before then but um we're just sending you so much love and if there's anything you want to say to uh your tim and sid fans who are listening to the raza mocha show right now what would that be well i mean to, to raza mocha you guys have always been in our corner so, so god bless both of you Absolutely. i want to thank you guys to everyone listening um we still got five weeks to mess around so hopefully you're going to hang with us and uh, and guy and thank you for everything. And by the way, one last note: I went to I went to Humber College with Maury Sherman. <laughs> yeah. And just so you know, hold on, it's been a whole sea change because back in college he was like hardworking, really annoying, and kind of full of himself. So good to see. <laughs> good to see. <laughs> good to see. Good to see. So that guy was good to see that everything. Good to see he turned it all around, huh? Uh, no, I was going to say, I don't know if I've ever guy. said told this story, but you only have your wife because I'm gay. She had a crush on me oh, first. That's true. That is, that's none rude. of that is true yeah. so in rude. any way, shape, or form. So well, some of it's true, but not all of it. Not all of it. Yeah. <laughs> what a jerk move what right is, there. I know. It's a, the, man, the man's big day. I know. It's a big day. He's not already emotional enough? <laughs> You're going to try and ruin his, like, his home support? <laughs> matter with you we love you so much we'll talk to you soon brother Roz and mocha you guys are the best take care man this is the Roz and mocha show podcast so was there a tie on jeopardy am i reading this right maury come on in here real quick that never happens yeah they say it was never. just the, the third that time never happened the third time in 48 years there was a tie on jeopardy on friday and so, so 
I they have to do like a tie-breaking question. Now right? I'll say in my lifetime I've never heard or seen this. Right. Which is shocking because, because people I didn't would have to like. There's so many variables that would prevent a tie from happening. Like you don't even have to go into Final Jeopardy with the same amount of money because then it all just depends on how much, much the person wager. next to wagers. Yeah, right? exactly. Like it's, exactly. There's so many things that work against the, the the possibility of there being a tie, but this was Jeopardy on Friday. Now for our players tied for first, we'll start with Jack. He wrote down, who is Captain Cook? That's right. How much are you going to add? Wow, you're going to double it. 37,600. We go now to our returning champion, Brian Chang. His answer, who is Cook? He's going to add something. How much? Oh, $18,800 as well, meaning Brian and Jack, you are now tied, and we are going to play a tiebreaker. Our tiebreaker category will be history. Jack, Brian, pick up your signaling devices. I'm going to read one single clue. Whoever rings in first and responds correctly will win $37,600 and the game. Here is your tiebreaker clue. In October 1961, Stalin's body was removed from display in this other man's tomb. Lennon. Brian. Who's Lennon? That is correct. <laughs> Brian Chang, you just won $37,600, and you are a four-time. That's why they have to do it so quick, too, because yeah. the show is, like, all timed out, right? Yeah. Do you know uh, the other thing I was thinking is they have to prepare a tiebreaker question, I guess, every day in yeah. case this happens. Get, yeah, I'm they sure would, they, they would have, have like to. a list, right? They would, they they would have, but he's got to have it right because I didn't watch the episode. Like, was he? Was there any? There was no, no editing no, or anything. Right away, right? it was it was right there. Oh, yes, damn. man, just in case, just in case. And only the third time in how many years? Forty years? Yeah, 50 years? yeah, third time in forty years. But could you? Oh god, that's that is my nightmare. My nightmare, okay, is if somebody says, "All right, Roz." Uh, it's a tie, and uh, we're going to go to the tiebreaker. And if you win, you win $36,000. Your category is history. I'd be like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? yeah. Like, no thanks. No you win. <laughs> this is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hey, did you see this crazy video with um, Brandon Lee, who is Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson's kid? No. He was the one that. He was the one that punched out Tommy Lee that one night, say, right? Did he beat him up, beat yeah. up his dad? Yeah, I think they're cool now, but I think uh-huh. he was the one that knocked his dad out and then put pictures yeah. on and then put pictures on Instagram oh, of it was, like Tommy was all knocked out in his underpants yeah. and then he like posted pictures. So embarrassing, right? Is this the son that it, he was on that. the latest season of The Hills? Yes. Okay. Yes. So no friend told me. Yeah. <laughs> Not that you watch or would ever know. <laughs> Right. You read that somewhere, huh? Yeah. I think I saw it on Twitter. Yeah. Um, so I guess he has his own place. Okay. Yeah, he does. And From what I heard. <laughs> Maybe you should fill me on what happened. <laughs> and a guy apparently just walked through his front door and then Brandon Lee chased him out with a golf club. But like, I, how do you, like, I, my question. Wait, but did this person know? Did he live there? So he, to, you're, right? you're going to hear the excuse that this guy gives, okay, in the video. But the wild thing is with this is like at what point do you, when you're, when you got a stranger in your house uh-huh. and you're looking for the golf club to possibly bash somebody's skull in that's standing in your front door yeah. or you're going to chase them out, like you start going live. Like people think about going live all the time. I would never think about, my instinct would not be to go live. Because you got to unlock your phone. Here's the steps. You got to unlock your phone. Then you got to go open the app, yeah. and then you got to click the button that says that you want to go live, right? Isn't and it? A, it's what? a process. Yeah, and then what? Then you have to hold the phone in your hand 
with one hand and yes. then the other hand go looking at like figuring out where the hell the golf club is, yes. take it out and then like threaten to beat the guy. Yes. And chase him down. Yeah, so here's the here's the the here's what went down live. Man, I'm out of If him. you ever come Dude, to my I'm house nice. again, I'm gonna beat your skull in. Thanks. What's Please. wrong with you? I'm leaving. Get the I'm, out of here. I thought it. Dude, you just walk into my you front are, door. You don't even know who the I am. Dude, I thought you were the lawyer that I know. Do I look like a lawyer? Get no. the out of here. Did you buy it? What the I'm is wrong with I'm you? Leaving. I'm leaving. Get out. I thought the lawyer was still there. He was there a year ago. Okay, so <laughs> he's like, I thought you were my lawyer. <laughs> so I just walked right on in. He just walked into the next person's house. Yeah, and this guy's driving like a white panel van with like old chairs on the top of it and stuff like this, right? Like it's it's a whole it's a whole it's a whole thing. Yeah, you were there to steal. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Hello, Frank speaking. Yo, Frank, what's up, dude? It's the two guys that your wife talks to and messages all the time. Oh, dude, it's crazy. It's Raza Mocha. Happy birthday. Hey, man. How are you? Thanks, man. Appreciate it. <laughs> how are you? Surprised. Um, your wife uh, sent us a note and said uh, that today's your birthday and asked if, or sorry, your fiance um, asked us if we can give you a call and what she says about you, Frank. He's the kindest guy you will ever meet. He will take the shirt off of his back uh, for anyone and is always lending a helping hand. He was introduced to the Raza Mocha show about four years ago when we started dating and has since become obsessed he always asks where I am in the podcast and is constantly saying you're on the uh, Ask Razamoka section of the podcast again. <laughs> yeah, she's a huge fan. So happy birthday, man. Thank you very much. I appreciate cool. it. What's, what's your plan? I know you can't do much, but what do you guys got going on? I just spend time with the kids today. Just keep it uh, low profile. Keep it safe. Well, listen, dude, we just wanted to call to say uh, thank you very much for listening to the show and uh, and happy birthday, man. I appreciate it. This is actually the coolest thing ever. So thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. Do you have any questions for us? Um, oh, man, I've been caught off surprise. Yeah, see? Um, so many. So I don't even know what the hell to say. This is for someone that has verbal diarrhea. I'm kind of speechless. Yeah, so I can tell. <laughs> I know. I can tell you're like, you're like in a little bit of shock. So I wanted to give you the opportunity to, to maybe get something out before you hang up and regret this call <laughs> no that's nothing uh, i have i have the best fiance in the uh in the world i love her more than oxygen and uh oh. i really appreciate it guys oh, what, a, what a great best. way to start the uh, morning uh, before we let best. you go frank uh, dan mori has a, a joke that he wants to tell you the answer by the way the punchline is your age dan mori go ahead yeah. so tell you what i'm gonna do i'm gonna tell you a joke what goes up but never comes down no idea your i age. am so surprised <laughs> what? That is crazy. Mind blown. Even at 43. Didn't see that one coming. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? What? Happy birthday, what? Frank. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it, guys. Thanks. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Children's entertainers, the Wiggles, are celebrating their 30th anniversary this year. And to be honest, they are probably the most popular guests we talk to every single year. Anthony, aka Blue Wiggle, welcome back to the Roz and Show. How are you? Oh, great. It's it's 1 o'clock in the morning here in Sydney. Oh, my and God. And I couldn't, wouldn't want to be doing anything else but talk to you two. Oh. <laughs> First of all, um, how is everything? How are you guys? How are the rest of the Wiggles? No, everyone's great. Um, it, it was 41 degrees today in Sydney. It's Australia Day. Oh, uh, it was so hot, and I know you guys have got snow, um, but, but everyone's doing really well. You know, it's a, it's a, for everybody. It's been a real challenging year, but um, Australia's doing really well at the moment. So, 
and I hope you guys are, are doing okay too. Yeah, we're good. I'm very curious. Uh, we all, every, I mean, everybody loves fruit salad, but uh, but walk us through the sort of reimagining of we are all fruit salad. Where did this come from? Well, it came from my head, and I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I was listening to an old. <laughs> no, I was listening to an old '60s song, um, "The Melting Pot," and um, I don't. You know, what we need is a great big melting pot. And I was just thinking, you know, um, uh, you know, with there is so there was a lot of um, bit of tension happening in the world at the time. Still is racial tension, and um, I just thought, you know, we're all in the same world. We're on the same bowl. We're a fruit salad. We're all different colours, and and we make a beautiful, uh, you know, dish. So that's, I was probably one in the clock in the morning as well. <laughs> well, it's a fantastic song. Uh, it's such a positive message. Congratulations, by the way, you and the rest of the Wiggles, 30 years that you guys have been doing this. What an incredible, incredible career. It's been fantastic, mate, getting around the world. Well, we don't get around the world as much anymore, but um, it's been we've met children and families that have grown up there with the Wiggles, and now they're having uh, the children that we originally started with the Wiggles is bringing their kids to the shows. And uh, it's just been, and it is a positive job. You know, we've got the best audience uh, and making music, meeting great people like you, you too. Have you guys sorted out the problems with uh, heading to New Zealand? I saw Jacinda Arden was shooting warnings at you guys. I, and we've been, the, yeah, we, we, everybody's we, got to follow the rules, man. We would, yeah, it was, it was, honestly, we, 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 we thought we, we, it was our promoter, um, didn't get their visas in time, um, uh, but hopefully we will be there. And you know we're doing the quarantine, the 14 days, and 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 we you know looking forward to it. We've got to say that because some tennis players came to Australia and were complaining about doing the quarantine, and that is the worst thing you can do. So I'm saying I can't wait to get in that quarantine hotel and sit there for 14 days watching Netflix. Well, yeah, I was just going to say. So what does what does Anthony Wiggle bring to a hotel room for 14 days when you can't do anything? You know what I've I've um. Yeah, I've got uh, a banjo. And I've got, um, That's a lot of banjo. <laughs> and I've got electric bagpipes. Oh, God. So a banjo, uh, bagpipes, and Netflix is all you need to quarantine for 14 days. Now, Anthony, now because you, you are in, in, in a bubble with the rest of the Wiggles, uh, we know there have been expansion to the family members of the Wiggles. It was Lockie and his wife had the, the set of twins. And just two weeks ago, it was yep. Simon and his wife that had a, had a baby as well. Have you been able to interact or meet any of the, uh, any of the kids? Oh, yeah, they're beautiful. And but I've got to tell you, and this is honest to God, and I've said it to their faces. Um, so Lockie is the twins and Simon um, has a beautiful little baby and the twins are gorgeous. Um, but Lockie looks like hell on earth and Simon <laughs> looks like he's just stepped out of a beauty parlor. <laughs> Lockie, oh, he really is, he, he's, he's struggling. I, I mean, not in the back. He's got that hair too. <laughs> he needs some more fruit salad in his life. Wake up, Lockie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anthony Wiggle, it's always such a pleasure speaking with you on the Roz and Mocha show. Uh, again, we are all fruit salad is the reimagining of the fruit salad song you find that on the wiggles youtube page and it's all over treehouse i see it like almost yeah. every single day we have treehouse on in our house all the time and we see that video uh every single day congratulations on 30 years you guys be safe out there send our love to the rest of the wiggles and 
Uh, I, we say this to you every time we talk to you guys, but we cannot wait to, to have you back in Canada and, and back with us here on the Roz and Mocha Show. Oh, mate, I can't wait. I, honestly, I can't wait to have the, the Tim Horton copy. <laughs> ah, there you go, right? You're missing That's the tippies. Uh, you're so great. Thank you so much. We really appreciate you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Did the weekend release a greatest hits collection on CD? Is that what I'm reading? Yeah, something like that. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be available like eventually on Apple Music and like Spotify everywhere, right? Because he's ramping up everything. Because I completely forgot that he was doing the Super Bowl halftime show. To be honest with you, I know until I was just reminded about it. And I guess he wants to make sure that everybody's got his catalog. And there's 18 tracks on it. Mm-hmm. And you go through the track listing, and, it's, and it's it's hard to, I mean, it's easy, sorry, to forget that he has had, like, over the course of his career, just banger after banger after banger. And right now, it is only available on CD at his web store. <laughs> it's oh, only... So old school. <laughs> so old school. It's kind of badass, though. I like I it. I know, but, like, really. <laughs> Not to take away money from the weekend and trying to sell these CDs. No. But realistically... Can you just not just I make could this? I just look at that the track list, the track list, yeah, and create my own playlist. Could you not do that? Like, can I you could just, easily do that in like, like, like two what's, minutes. What's stopping somebody from just going on Spotify right now and creating this exact same playlist that everybody can just listen to? Oh, absolutely not. Okay, so I guess nothing. people just want the CD, then, yeah, right? because it's like a special thing. But you go right. through the weekend's catalog and like, man, what a career! By the way, you're welcome, Weekend. You can uh, use that exact same order for the Super Bowl show if you want. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Not to be, not to sound like a D. Uh-oh. Here we go. What are you going to complain about now? So there's 18 tracks, right? Yes. On his greatest hits. Uh-huh. Does he have 18 hits? Bro, I just played for you like, what, four or five? Yeah, 18. Yeah, dude, if you go 18 back. 18 hits. So before the Weekend hit, like, I would say commercial success, he has had three albums worth of material that his fans, his hardcore fans, would deem to be hits. No, I don't know about that. Absolutely. I don't know if he's got 18. He has 18. He probably has more than that. No, I don't know about that. But there's only so much time you can fit onto an actual CD. <laughs> I think I think maybe it's 11 songs. Max. No, yeah. you're nuts, dude. <laughs> no, I'm serious. No, I think when we're, when we're talking hits. Yeah. I think it's 11, maybe 12. I don't no think he's way. got 18. So you don't agree with that track listing? No, I agree with everything you played. A hundred percent. Well, all these songs are on the CD. Yeah, but you played six. I'm asking about 18. Yes. We ain't got that kind of time. <laughs> I'm just saying that. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show. Podcast. 
Bras and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Bras and Mocha got you. How are you today, Melody? Uh, not too bad. <laughs> yeah, what's going on with you? My question is, sorry, is... um, Can you ever forgive your dad for cheating? Mm. Oh, wow. Damn. Yeah, so you wrote us this, um, Razamoka fixed my life. Uh, I am having a parental issue. My father cheated, and you know a lot of people go through this, which is true, uh, but not only did he cheat more than once, but the last time was with a cousin of mine who's not related to him. Uh, he crossed the line, in my opinion. Can you forgive someone who did something like this? Should I or should I turn a blind eye? Um, so is what's the, the relationship status currently with your father and your mother? They're like in limbo right now. Like, I don't even know what to call it. <laughs> so mm-hmm. she knows she knows that your dad cheated. Yeah. Does she know that your dad cheated more than once or she only found out about the last time? Uh, she knows everything. So they have to. And, and before we get to whether you can forgive him or not, has your dad... How is he playing this? Is is he showing regret and remorse? And is he willing to sort of put the family back together? Or is he just hoping that this all just goes away and doesn't want to talk about it? I feel like he wants to do option number two. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he hasn't had any discussion with you about it. Or from what you know, he hasn't had any discussion with your mom about it. Yeah. So what, he and your mom aren't even talking about it? I feel like like she's already turned a blind eye on that. Or like she's like, um, like yeah, it happened. Um, let's just move past it. I, I think a lot of your anger isn't sort of my. You have anger towards your father. I get that, and you may, and you don't want to forgive him. But I think that maybe are you hanging on to something? Do you think that because you don't think your mom should have caved so easily? Yeah, I think so. And I think it's maybe it's because like it's a cultural thing. I don't. I to me, I believe it's a culture thing. It's, in our culture, it might be appropriate for men to cheat on women and then women just be like, Oh, I should do better. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm wondering, cause I say, I'm wondering if there, if there's that, which is a very difficult position for you because you, you know, your dad is supposed to be the one that holds the family together, right? He's supposed to be the, the, the one that, you know, does it all. And you, the one that you trust the most. And when he sort of betrays not only your mom's trust, but the whole family's trust, and then you feel all, all sorts of broken. And then you look at your mom and you're like, God, like, what are you doing taking this guy back or just pretending that it doesn't exist? And then where does that leave you? Because it's almost like you're living in now a world where you're the only one that sees the truth. And you're the only one who's willing to recognize feelings that people are hurt. And you got nobody to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have Basically. siblings, Melody? Um, just, just one. He's, uh, he's in his twenties. Oh, okay. Does he know? Yeah, he does. What are your conversations with him about it? Um, he, he basically just doesn't talk to him as much. Mm. Yeah. So are your, so your dad's back living with your mom, right? Yeah. It's okay. So, and are you still living there or no? No. You're not. I, uh, I'm not. Okay, so uh, one, you, you sort of have to take your mom's lead f- to a certain extent, right? Because she is obviously hurt even if she doesn't want to acknowledge what happened. There's a lot of people who get cheated on and when the person who cheated comes back and says, I made a huge mistake, this is never going to happen again, a lot of people make the decision to just leave it at that and to just never discuss it ever again and chalk it up as a mistake and we all move forward. That's how some people like. That's how some people prefer to react to this. Now, when your feelings are hurt, I think that you have the the definitely the right as your dad's kid to sit down and talk about feelings because he is your father should 
want to recognize how this all made you feel. And he should want to sort of help you through that and go through that together and sort of start to rebuild your relationship. Your dad's got a lot of relationships in the family. And it's just because things may be good between you, him and your mom doesn't mean things are good with you. And he has to recognize that. Yeah, I think because I just been pushing it aside because I've been scared to do the talk yeah. with him. Hmm. So you've never like tried to bring it up with him at all? Um, I did once, but then it's just it just became like, oh, okay, it happened. Um, I'll see what happens next, kind of a thing. Oh, okay. Now, when when you say he cheated with your cousin, what does that mean? Like he cheated, like you know. But like, how's the cousin? Tell explain the the relationship. Explain their relationship. No, no, no. Like, like how is it, how like who's like who's cousin? Like it's on your it, mom's side, right? Because if you said the cousin's not related to your dad, right? Like who who is the cousin? Is the cousin your mom's like sister's kid or your mom's like brother's kid? Uh, mom's uh sister's kid. Your mom's sister's kid. Oh my god! I guess y'all don't talk to her anymore. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh god, that's t- like that's the wild part of this. Yeah. And so, like, does your mom still talk to her sister? Are, is everybody just pretending that this didn't happen? It's kind of on a standstill. I don't know what to do. It's right. hard. Right. Wow. Yeah. This is a this is a tough one. But I think that um, don't worry about your 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 mom and your dad. Their relationship. They're gonna. You they got. That's their thing. It's they it's the, it's out. it's their thing. And if your mom chooses to just sort of move past it, I don't know. You can't shake her and tell her she's making a mistake. It's mm. it's her life. You know. Um, but I think that you can sit down independently with your mom and your dad. I wouldn't do it together, but I think that you can have conversations with each of them where they hear you out and they know how much you're hurt. Because I'm sure your mom is real hurt and doesn't want to even discuss this because, you know, why? Um, but I think that both of them need to know how this affected this affected you and how it continues to affect you. Mm, I see. Does that help, Melody? It does help. Thank you. All right, girl. You take care. All the best. All right. You too, guys. Bye. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on KISS. Uh, Director Adam Shankman uh, revealed that I love this movie. I love The Wedding Planner with Jennifer Lopez and Matthew McConaughey. Mm -hmm. However, originally, it was not supposed to be Jennifer Lopez and Matthew McConaughey. It was supposed to be Minnie Driver and Brendan Fraser. Ew, boy. Right? Yeah. Gross. <laughs> okay. Okay. Moving on. Um, <laughs> Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Um, our friends at Craft came up with a gimmick for Valentine's Day. And the trend really started back in the fall. Starbucks had started their pumpkin spice latte. And then as Years have gone by, every other company started coming out with their own pumpkin spice, right. whatever, whatever, whatever. Baby wipes. But this isn't the, <laughs> this isn't the first year for that, because, I mean, Cheerios every year does pumpkin spice Cheerios and stuff, too. And in the fall, Kraft did another gimmick where they tried to get in on the pumpkin spice trend. And they okay. were shipping out. You could order, and they sold out, like, quickly, too, right? You can order pumpkin spice um, flavoring, seasoning for your mac and cheese. Gross. You couldn't, no, you couldn't buy, you had to enter to win. So they're doing it again, where you have to enter to win for Valentine's Day. Okay. A special version of mac and cheese. Before I show you the picture, I'm going to describe to you what comes in the package of this mac and cheese. When you open the box, there's a packet of pink powder that turns your mac and cheese like a bright pink color. 
and changes the flavor so it tastes a little bit like candy. Your mac and cheese will taste like candy. No. And this is what it looks like. No. No. That looks like like what what a unicorn would poop. You know what it looks like? Somebody took an entire bottle of Pepto-Bismol and poured it all over the mac and cheese (laughs) and then just... Which, by the way, the wouldn't be that bad. I love the taste of Pepto Bismol. <laughs> I will say, it, this is—they're brilliant at this kind of stuff. I tried the pumpkin spice one. Was it disgusting? Yes. Yeah, but they—they they know that though, mm-hmm. you know. But and they know people are going to sign up. Of course they do. Uh, by the way, it's candycraftmacandcheese.com. Right. Where you can go and enter right now. <laughs> oh God, look at it. Right until uh, it's a, Feb it's a, 8th. It's a deep pink, too. Like, yeah. it's a really, it's a heavy pink. And here's the thing, though. But is, is the consistency it's still, old, like, the, the, exact, the yeah. mac and cheese? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, hold on. Yeah. So, you put the cheese, so you would put the cheese and then the pink stuff. So, it's still cheesy candy. I guess. I don't know. I haven't tasted no, it. No, I think that this is the, yeah. Is because all, with the pumpkin all, spice or, one, no, you still put think, the cheese. I would assume that you don't get. A the, the cheese powder. Yeah, I assume you get the the, the macaroni and then you get a pack it's of this the, pink but powder. With, but with the pumpkin spice, you got the cheese and then you. I know, but this the, is different this because is that different. was just the pumpkin yeah, spice one know. was just like the spices to to sprinkle on top. This you're mixing the entire thing. It's got to come with the cheese too. <laughs> I don't think maybe, so. Maybe the maybe the pink is the cheese. I don't. No, I don't because know. it changes the the flavor, so it tastes like candy. No, but that's what I mean. Maybe like there's only one package where it's the consistency of the cheese. They just don't add the cheese oh, flavor right. yeah, in it, yeah, but yeah, the yeah. candy flavor. I think is going to happen. Now, do you well, still... I've entered to win, so if oh, I get it, I'll let you know. God, jeez, it's foul looking. To yeah. be honest, it doesn't with look good. You. But I agree. I think that they are, you know, they they really got something going with these gimmicks because yeah. they they limit the amount of people that could win. They limit the product, and they just get people talking about it. Yeah, it doesn't look appealing. <laughs> I don't think it's supposed to though. So, <laughs> but also, is it supposed to be romantic? Like, they have roses on the table. I know. <laughs> well, there you go. Candy-flavored mac and cheese available now. Here we go. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. This picture of uh, Kristen Stewart as Princess Diana is crazy, dude. It's going to be tough coming after the crown, though. Yeah, and we're getting, like, a lot of Princess Diana stuff, huh? Yeah, yeah. The latest it's... season of The Crown is based on Diana. And this new movie starring Spencer. Kristen Stewart as Princess Diana called Spencer mm-hmm. um, is being made right now. I believe they're in Germany. And I believe the timeline in this takes place over three days. Um, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and Boxing Day. Right. When Princess Diana makes the decision that she does not want to be married to Prince Charles anymore. Correct. Does not want to be the queen, the future queen. Right. I don't know if she would have been there. I don't know how that works. Um, but yeah, no, it's interesting because the girl in, and I can't remember her name, the, the woman who played Diana in this season of The Crown was Ooh, just so incredible. But I think good, that, right? yeah, she was really she was really great. But I just think that it, I don't know if she was actually that great or if it was just the investment that people had made in watching all of those seasons of The Crown just to get to the Diana season. Like, I think that some of it may have just been finally, like, you felt the, it was payoff, finally, and we had all sort of waited for this season. Did we know yeah, that? Yeah, Emma Corrin, that's her name. When they started with season one of The Crown, did yes. we know that it was going like, to, yes. I guess you kind of hoped that it would lead to the Diana era, the 90s. Yeah. 
But did we know that it was like way back then that it was going to eventually? I think the show was going to last. Okay, it was the plan, mm. right? Now whether they the show sucked and they got canceled before they made it that far, who knows? Um, but that was the that was the plan. I think that they've laid it out before how long the crown is supposed to go on for. Like they know definitely how long how far they want to take it. They said that they're not going to be going. There's no Meghan Markle. That's they're ending it before all of that. Right. Yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. So they're not going to get into. A lot of seasons, they're not going to. They're not going to catch up with today. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're not going to get the Harry and Meghan sort of story playing out on the. They on the just crown. ended after season four. But why? Like, we need to know what happens next. But what else do you need to know? Like, no. what else is there to tell? The show's well, too good. Diana's death. No, that's what I mean. Like, after the Diana stuff. Like, I assume that they're going to keep it. I don't know. I didn't watch season four. Spoiler alert. Right. They... Well, she doesn't die in season four. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, So after yeah, the Diana stuff, yes. then yeah. I think that, that would be a good spot to end. Unless, unless you want to carry on the storyline and focus on... um. Harry and William. That's boring, though. But then what's it called? Two Princes? Right, yeah. Like, what else are you going to do? Yeah, but I wonder if all of the new news that came out about how much of it isn't real is going to change what they're going to do. God, no. No, absolutely not. The guy who creates the show is, like, sticking it to him. He knows exactly what he's doing. But I'm I'm a huge fan of Kristen Stewart, and I... I think she can, I think she's going to be able to pull it off incredibly Same. because that picture of her, she looks so, I mean, I know it's only one shot, no, but the picture you're talking about, she looks so much she's like it. the red jacket. She's got a hat on with the, yeah. the mesh covering her face. Yeah. Um, yeah. She, and the hair, like the hair's on point. Yeah. Yeah. Who looks right? more like Diana, Emma Corrin. Well, I've only this? seen this one picture. Yeah. And the thing with Emma Corrin that made it so great was you realize that in order to pull off like a sort of perfect Diana, right? You need two things. You need swoopy bangs and mm-hmm. that heavy black eyeliner she used to wear. Mm-hmm. And Emma Corrin, like if you put the two pictures side by side, like she, do they look like that similar? Not really. No. But when you just see Emma Corrin with that accent, with that hair and that eye makeup, you're like, oh my God, that's Diana. Yeah. Like 100%. I thought, I thought you were going to say the one thing that you need definitely is the soft voice. But I guess as an actress. Okay. Uh, but yeah, but you know what? The, here's the thing, you though. You train yourself to do here's that, Here's the right? thing is that Diana sort of, for me, is like uh, is like Kate Moss. I, I could point out a picture of Kate Moss if she was doing a handstand and, you know, three quarters of her face was covered, right? Sure. I know her face a lot. If you hear Kate Moss talk, I had no idea what Kate Moss sounds like. I'm way more familiar with Diana's face than I am her voice. Oh. I rare, I I can barely recall no, I what can she sounded like. Distinctly hear her voice in my really, head. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I can't. I'm with Roz. Like how often? I mean, if you weren't rarely. around, like you didn't hear her speak. That yeah. Way. Yeah. No, no, I'd be I, able to tell. Really? Yeah. Huh? But you yeah. grew up in a house where everyone was super royal fans. Ah, not everyone. My my mom. Yeah, oh, my, my, God, mom's my mom. Same, 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 same. Oh, right? Jeez. <laughs> the cops. <laughs> Does she still dishes? have them? Does oh, she still have them? Please, Whoa, Maury. They are proudly displayed <laughs> still <laughs> from the royal wedding. Proudly displayed in <laughs> yeah. the living room. She's got Absolutely. the food tray. Absolutely. She's got the plates. Yeah. She's got the teacups. Does she use them? She's got everything. <sighs> Please. No, <laughs> dumb. What does it matter Collectors with you? Them. <laughs> Come on, Mori. Do you have no respect? Yeah, if anybody in this room would have respect for tchotchkes, it should be you. <laughs> like, trust me, right? get dusted every week. Yeah, oh, hell yes. But don't you dare no. touch them at all. <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hello? Hi, Chrissy. Yep. 
Hey, it's Ronza Mocha. Hey, it's Chrissy. How are you? Oh, my goodness. Are you okay? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Chrissy, will you take a breath? I'm going to read to yeah. Roz the, and actually to you as well with you on the phone, what your husband, Manny, uh, the note that he sent to us, okay? My wife and I are having a baby, and right now we are at the hospital because she has oh. high blood pressure. She is doing well and is almost at full term, and the doctors are hoping she can hold off till next week. She is a big fan of your show and listens to your podcast all the time. She also got me hooked on it. If you guys get a chance, give her a call. It will make her day. So, Chrissy, hello. How are you yeah, feeling? How are you? Uh, I'm feeling okay. Oh my goodness. I can't believe that I'm talking to <laughs> <laughs> Are you still at the hospital now or are you at home? I'm still in the hospital. I'm going to get in this today. Oh, you are? Oh, damn. Yeah. So we're going to meet the baby today, hopefully. Is, oh, is this wow. your is this your first? Yeah, it's going to be our first. Aww. That's amazing. Congratulations. So I can't believe. Oh my gosh. I'm so shocked right now. My goodness. I love you guys so much. Uh, we love you too. Um, do you know if you're having a boy or girl? It's going to be a surprise. Oh, okay. Wow. Nice. Didn't want to yeah. find out. That's the last surprise yep. ever, huh? Uh-huh. Every, yep. Everything else gets spoiled. That's the only thing Actually, that's the only thing left that's a surprise. No, the one thing, Chrissy, that you will be surprised at is how much a newborn poops. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh, I've heard about that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you what time are they in, what time are they inducing you? Like like are you uh, can you are you on the countdown right now? They say uh it depends on how many moms are giving birth today. So yeah. it doesn't matter. could be this morning, could be the afternoon or in uh, early evening, so they don't know. I'm just waiting here. And how long does it take? Like they induce you, and then what do they what do they say? Like how long are you in labor for after they induce you? Uh, my sister told me that when she got induced, after five hours she was in labor. Yeah. Wow. wow. Okay. So yeah. you get a long you got a long night ahead of you. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> just, I was just telling Manny that I'm gonna be in pain all day today. Yeah. Okay, but I'm ready. I don't know how you get. I don't know how you get ready for that. I don't know how you like. Just God, adrenaline, man. Yeah, I right. Guess. Just nervousness, and I then guess. adrenaline kicks in. Yeah, and then that's it. Bang, you're a mom. What's uh, What's Manny's job through all this? Huh? Well, he's here to support. I'm here right now, lean beside her. So you're there to support and also to stay out of her way. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, did you guys talk about uh, the rules sort of in the delivery room? Like, man, are you gonna go? You're gonna go down like below the equator? Like, you want to check things out or no? I decided, yeah. I'm still debating on it. We, Catherine, and I had that conversation long before she went into labor. Yeah. If I drop past the shoulders, that was like a no-go zone. Oh, like wow. I, really? I was past the shoulders. Past the shoulders. I stayed shoulders? I stayed up at the face the whole time. Wow. We we said oh we, we said we said no mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. I wasn't cutting a cord. We didn't do none of that stuff. Oh, none of that, eh? No. no I want to cut the cord. Nah. Yeah. That's I, gross. I didn't I didn't uh I didn't look. Yeah. But I cut the cord. You did, huh? Yeah. Don't you feel like it's some sort of weird barbaric ritualistic thing that nah. like no? No, it was nothing. Why, why it though? It literally took two seconds. But why? I don't understand in the, the cutting moment, of the cord. In the moment, then the, the doctor had said, hey, do you want to cut the cord? I was like, yeah. okay, cool. And then I went, snip. No. They wrapped crews up in a blanket Yeah. and, and gave them to me. Yeah, and I told the it. doctor, I was like, listen, I know I know you're going to think I may want to in the moment. Don't yeah. even ask. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, don't. Just you take care of all the medical things. I'm going to stay up here with, and do all the <laughs> and do all the, the dad woman things. <laughs> okay, you guys take care of them. I'm not a doctor. Don't hand me scissors with a newborn in the room. I'm not cutting anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chrissy, uh, congratulations. We're happy that uh, that we're able to talk to you today because after today, your life is going to be busy. Oh, my gosh, yes. 
And I'm still gonna. Yesterday, I was listening to you all day, like podcast. Aww. I love your show so much. Well, thank you very much. You have a wonderful day, uh, you and Manny, as, as the the last day, last few hours, <laughs> as just the two of you. <laughs> Right. I hope you guys are documenting today. You should be taking pictures. Uh, take a couple of selfies because, again, this will be the last time it's just you and Manny because your life after today will forever be changed. That's true. That's mm-hmm. true. All right. Yep. Actually, as soon as you're done this phone call, take a, take a selfie, and then that way you can mark it as uh, this is a selfie we took after we talked to Razamoka. All right, <laughs> Chrissy and Manny, much love to you guys. Hey, Chrissy, uh, before we let you go, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Uh, I love you, Mocha, but I'm all the way Ross. Manny, between Roz and Mocha, who's your favorite? Oh, I have to say, Ross hates wine, so it's a big thing, so it's Mocha. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yo, Manny How got jokes. Wow. Manny it sounds got like, jokes. Like, like a baby not licking candy. It sounds like Manny got the epidural. <laughs> That's the heavy narcotics talking right there. (laughs) Ah, Chrissy and Manny, we love you guys so much. Thank you so much, guys. Have a good one. Bye-bye. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. See that story of uh, Ludacris getting his car stolen? Yeah, so what happened? Idiot. Idiot. On Monday, his car was stolen, his Mercedes, in Atlanta, while he was making an ATM transaction. I guess he must have left it there running or left the keys in it or mm-hmm. something. But somebody jumped in the car and, and just dipped. Oof. It's rough. And you see it all the time. Hey, do right? You... Like people will, like you pull up in front of a store yeah. and you leave the car running, you run in, you grab whatever. And do you, you though? I don't. Personally, I don't. But I've seen it happen. Yeah, I've seen it happen. I, mean, I see you see people pull up in front of the gas station all the time. Yeah, right. Not for gas. Like you pull up in front of the store, leave the car running, go inside, grab a pack of smokes or grab some chips or whatever, mm. and then run right back out. Not my neighborhood. You don't. Do no. you do you leave your keys in the car when you're pumping your own gas? No, I keep it in my pocket still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Never. don't. No, me neither. I because I'll tell you, it's not that I think that somebody's going to steal my car. I have such a fear that. I'm going to leave my keys in the ignition and I'm going to get out of the car and close the door and pump my gas and somehow my doors are going to lock. Yeah. I have this fear of like my doors locking. And even if I do leave the keys in the car, mm-hmm. I unroll my window just enough that I'd be able to get my arm in. So I do the exact same thing. Do Sometimes, you? Yes. I'm terrified of it. I don't know why. I'm the exact same way. My car, I keep the keys. Okay, if I start my car. Let's say the days that I have to do, uh, put the recycling and garbage out, right? Yeah. I will pull my car out of the driveway or out of the um, garage, leave it on the driveway. Mm -hmm. In order for my car to stay running, I have to leave the keys there. It's got one of the uh, remote starts, right? Okay, I gotcha. So I leave it there. But what I do is I put the window down. It could be the coldest day of the year. I put my window window down just a little bit and I also leave the door open just a little bit. Yeah. And then I go and I take care of all the business and then go back. Yeah, I had them pull out the uh, fuses that operate the remote start in my truck. Why? Too fancy. I didn't want oh, it. Oh, stop it. I didn't want it. Are you serious? Yeah, I didn't want it. It was a drain on the battery. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know how much I work? Didn't... I mean, I'm sure it's just a wire, <laughs> but still, what a massive inconvenience. It was two fuses. Yeah, didn't want it. But it's there to, like, nah. to help you. Nah. Nah, to make your life nah, easier. That was a, no, a burden. You made somebody else's life more difficult. <laughs> I paid. I paid him. 
<laughs> so the remote start on your car doesn't I, work I, no, at all? No, no, no. But I you still have the remote I, on yeah. your car? No, I, I took it off. <laughs> oh, did you? I threw in the garbage. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, my God. Yeah, dude. I didn't want it. Yeah, I was like, it was too cumbersome. Made my key. It did a lot of things. Okay, one, there was a dumb little blue light that always flashed in my car that I hated. Right. And I was like, what is that stupid blue light? And the guy was like, that's the trigger for your remote start. And I was like, okay, first of all, I got to Also, welcome to the 2020s. Yeah. I was like, I got to get rid of that. And then I didn't like having an extra thing on my keychain. And I was like, well, I'm not going to use it anyway. And so just get rid of it. (laughs) I'm like the guy who I'm, you're sick of cutting your fingernails. So you just tell the doctor to pull them all out. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Legit. That's you. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Man, that was a really good podcast. I really enjoyed that one today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just nice. trying to be in the moment. All right. Okay. okay. Uh, hey, Mocha. Yeah, you guys man. ready to do the news? Uh huh. Okay. You ready? Yeah. You ready? Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Man, I can't do this for everybody who's listening right now. Why? Uh, that's, it's just too many people. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm exhausted. We just did a three hour show. Uh, Mocha, you ready? Yeah. Let's do the news. <laughs> A Roz and Mocha show and kiss 92.5 news break. Uh, interesting when it comes to Cameo. Um, this is the website where celebs go on there and then they offer up their services to do a personalized video for people. Maury's on Cameo and you just upped your price on Cameo, right? It was now it's $3, $30. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Should be three. Uh, you were what? 10 before, right? Are you getting and- inundated with requests? Zero, Zero at thirty, right? And because okay. ha- Maury was ten dollars, what happened with ten dollars is a lot of people will say, after ten bucks, I'll get Damon Maury from the Razamoka show to do like a birthday shout out for somebody, and so he actually got a lot. Mm-hmm. And the problem was that Maury likes to be asked to do things because he likes to feel popular, but he just doesn't want to do the work. So Maury would get all these requests from people and not do videos. And then he would get messages from Cameo then saying, you now have to do these videos for people for free. Because part of the agreement. as part of the agreement. So Maury wound up having all of these requests and then still having to do all these videos, but making zero money. Mm-hmm. So he figured that if he upped his price to 30, that would be a, mo- a bigger motivation for him to right. actually do the videos. But now nobody wants to pay $30 for damn it, Maury. Right. Emma, did I get that right? Yeah, exactly right. Okay, cool. <laughs> you're, you're about to get kicked off a of Cameo real okay, quick. Okay, so uh, Lindsay Lohan is on Cameo, and a fan asked Lindsay if she could do a video to help her tell her parents that she was gay. And mm-hmm. this is the video. This is for You'll hear the girl. Her name is Alana. Yeah. And then she plays the video that she received from Lindsay. So if you haven't seen my other video, I asked Lindsay Lohan to come out to my parents for me in a Cameo. And she did make the video. It's not what I expected at all, but I wanted to share it with you all in case anyone wanted to hear it. Uh, So, yeah. Hi, Alana. It's Lindsay Lohan. Um, I know that you are about to take a very big step in telling your parents, you know, uh, who you truly are and what you want them to accept of you. Um, And I think that you should do it yourself. I think that coming from you, you'll feel a lot of power and strength. And it's important that you are who you truly are and that you love yourself and you can live by that um, and tell your parents that. And I promise you they will understand. I'm sending you lots of love. All love in the world and strength and support. Um, and God bless you. Stay true to yourself. You're truly beautiful. Um, and Godspeed. Lots of love and good luck. So she posted this. Alana posted this video. And if you remember, her initial request was, 
can you do a message to tell my parents that I'm gay to help me come out to my parents? And Lindsay didn't do that video. Lindsay mm-hmm. just sent her a message and then she posted this. And then now Lindsay wrote her, she DM'd her. Oh, wow. To say, hi, just wanted to ask if you could take the cameo down because it was a private message for you only. So mm. Lindsay didn't want this. And did Lindsay accept the money though? She accepted the money and mm. then Cameo, the way Cameo works is the user like you actually have license over that video. So even though Lindsay shot it on Lindsay's phone and sent it to you, Lindsay doesn't own the rights the licensing to that. The person who purchased it does. Oh. So they can do with it whatever they whatever they want. But along with that message, um, initially, there was a message from Lindsay Lohan saying that she would be happy to redo the message if Alana wasn't happy with it. Yeah. And then, so I think that the way that Lindsay Lohan took it was that Alana wasn't happy, that she said, I asked Lindsay to do a message telling my parents that I'm gay and this is what I got. But then Alana is now saying, I ended up like messaging her and saying, oh my God, no, thank you. This was amazing. I'm definitely inspired. Yeah. So there was this weird communication where Lindsay thought that she was like really helping this girl out by just sending her a private message. And then Lindsay thought that she was being dragged on social media for not helping this girl and everything else anyway maury still has nobody who wants to pay 30 dollars for him <laughs> that's what i wanted that's that you was, imagine being in debt i know for cameo i know <laughs> i know maury owes cameo maury's the only celebrity on cameo who owes cameo money yeah. like how does that even happen uh so the rumors that chris harrison is leaving the bachelor so the story goes that Chris Harrison is leaving Los Angeles and he's moving to Texas. Okay. And a lot of celebs are leaving Los Angeles and moving to Texas. The the, Dude, the taxes there, are eh? the taxes are too high in California. Uh, the politics don't gel with a lot of people, so people are just bailing and going to Texas. Joe uh, Joe Rogan. A lot of people do. Who he moved his entire podcast yeah. production. Yeah. from LA yeah. to Texas. Well, cuz te- Texas is a it's a no tax state, I believe, right? It's no income tax. You know who you lives there too now? Who's that? Uh, Undertaker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that surprised me. Everybody, right? lives, Everybody there. lives in Texas. Uh but the story is that Chris Harrison was going to be stepping down from Bachelor because he was leaving California and moving to Texas. So that's where the rumor started. And the rumor was that Wells Adams, who we know from the Bachelor franchise. Yeah, I um, love Wells. Um, he was on last week's episode. Uh, he was the bartender on Bachelor in Paradise. The yeah. rumor was that he was going to be replacing Chris Harrison. Perfect. I love it. Um, and Wells responded to that rumor simply by saying, quote, it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Oh, <laughs> okay. really? Yeah. Oh, man. So he's not, he's not uh, replacing. Chris is not Chris is not leave, uh, leaving. He goes on to say, I first of all, Wells. Chris isn't going anywhere. He's got the best job in the world. Tom Hanks would agree that Chris has the best job oh. in the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Claudia Conway is now defending her mom, Kellyanne Conway. So I guess the story huh? was that a topless photo of 16-year-old Claudia showed up as a Kellyanne Conway fleet on Twitter. But even, I don't even... So anyway, so when Claudia found out about that yesterday, this is what Claudia said at the time when she found out. Apparently, um, that's real. And so here's what I guess happened. The pictures were months ago, and I'm assuming that when my mom took my phone, um, anytime she's taken it, because she takes it all the time, she took a picture of that. So that was on her phone. Um, and I guess she accidentally posted it or somebody hacked her, but nobody ever, nobody would ever have any photo like that ever. So Kellyanne, you're going to 
Jail. So, Damn. Kellyanne, you're going to jail. Uh, Alpine, New Jersey police confirmed that an investigation into the family is underway. And photographs showed four police officers leaving the family's house yesterday afternoon. And then Claudia went on TikTok last night to say this. Yesterday, when I was made aware of the situation, I was distraught um, and very, very upset. And I acted irrationally and impulsively. And it is something that I do regret. I know that my mom would never, ever post anything to hurt me like that intentionally. And I do believe she was hacked. On another note, I want to apologize for making all of this public. And the best option right now and the best path right now for the both of us um, is to get off of social media and work on our relationship. Before you guys say this is forced, this isn't forced. Um... This isn't forced, and we all do things and say things that we don't mean um, in the heat of the moment and out of frustration and fear um, and anxiety, and I'm sorry. It was not mature of me, and we are going to work on our relationship offline. Last week, Claudia posted a video to TikTok saying that if she ever goes silent on social media, Mm -hmm. basically to send help because she would never leave social media willingly. So if she ever announces that she's leaving social media, it was because she was forced to say that. So that's what she had said last week. And then and then she was on with, I don't know how you say this, this woman's last name, um, Tana Mongo, is that how you say it? I think so. She, this whole conversation that happened with Claudia Kellyanne and her dad was on the phone. I guess Claudia has a burner phone and she called Tana and Tana went live with it. The whole 19 minute conversation oh, between wow. between Claudia, her mom. And it was like, woof. what a toxic household, huh? Woof. Yeah. And at first I thought, you know, maybe they're they're trying to leverage some sort of reality show out of this. Mm-hmm. You know, this is how it happens. We've seen this kind of thing before where you look at the craziness in a household and it catches on and people are interested and then you just say, why don't we just throw cameras in there? Yeah. Uh, but I don't think anybody wants to watch this. No, I wouldn't. I don't. Maybe we're wrong. I've been wrong before, but it does very well on TikTok. Very well on TikTok. Joey Fatone. Do you have the Joey Fatone clip there? Yeah. So Joey Fatone was doing uh, People Magazine's Defend Yourself. It's where they ask them questions and then they give an answer and then you have to defend your answer. It's quite interesting. Okay. Um, so they, they asked Joey Fatone about that time he got friend zoned by Pink. Oh, no. <laughs> being friend zoned by Pink. Um, no, I'm, I'm cool with being a friend zone with Pink. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with rejection. I mean, heck, I've been in sync a lot. So, yeah, I, I, I could take rejection. That's definitely cool. I don't have no problem with that. Let's set the record straight. I didn't tell or ask her dad that I that I wanted to take her out, and I loved her. If you're, this is what you're referring to. <laughs> Let's set the record straight with her. And I can go and I'll talk to her head to head. No, I actually asked her out a few times. We went out. We were cool as heck, but I just, I guess I wasn't her type, so that was it. We were still friends. That was it. <laughs> She don't want to be Pink Fatone. <laughs> no. Uh, Joey, uh, of course, has been with his wife since 2014. Pink has been with Carrie Hart since 2006. You ever been friend zone? Oh, bro. Yeah? yeah multiple times. <laughs> really? Really? Yes. Maury? You ever been friend zone, Maury? Yeah? 
How did they? How did, you want to know about the? I can show you around the friend zone. Yeah. Okay. So oh, give me the lay of the land of the friend zone. Oh, so so what happened? Like it's you, a, it's a big, you, it's a it's you, a you it's shot, a big open space. Okay. So oh, you, I was you, hitting bricks. I was shooting my shot. Shooting my shot. Shooting my shot. Yeah. And it was just a brick, 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 brick. Okay, but what's the difference though? I guess here's my question: Is what's the difference between in in the feeling in the feeling? Okay. Yeah. What's the difference between being rejected and being friend zoned? Well, the difference is like being laid off versus fired. No, the difference mm. of being interesting. Okay. Um, I think rejection hits the exact same way because you are shooting your shot. Right. I disagree. Right. Being friend zoned, there's still it, it, it hurts more. You think so, huh? It's yeah. Not, yeah. It's like peeling off a Band-Aid slowly versus ripping it off. If, if you get rejected, it's done. You can move on. Because being I imagine- friend zoned. Oh. There's constant rejection. So yeah, that's that's a good point. So when you're friend zoned, right? Yeah. Does that do you sort of f- figure out a way to spin it in your own head that you still got a shot, rather than it being outright rejection, yes. where you know that there's no shot? Like if you get friend zoned, yeah, are you sort of in your head saying, "All right, maybe I just chill here in the friend zone for a while. She'll come around." Oh, I've done that before. You've done that before. Oh yeah. And, and how the, long? And how long are you? And then in the that? friend zone got bigger. I was like, okay. You know what's worse? <laughs> Yeah, you're wandering around. You want aimlessly, aimlessly. It's like as soon like the first like you you step into the friend zone at first, and yes. you're like, oh, this is a cool bachelor pad, right? Yeah, yeah. There's just one room. Okay. And then as you continue, it's like going through a renovation. Right. Right. The space just gets larger and larger, and you're still standing there, right. feeling like, right. Why am I here? And by this time, she's already had two boyfriends since you've been in the friend zone. Four. Four. <laughs> Now that I think about it. Ever since Too Hot to Handle debuted on Netflix, mm-hmm. it was a massive hit. And we know oh, it was yeah. a massive hit because of the footprint that the show had, even on social. And Netflix came out to say that it was their biggest competition show ever when it debuted. Yeah. And fans of the show have been like, is it a one and done or are we getting new seasons of Too Hot to Handle? They hadn't made an announcement about whether Too Hot to Handle was coming back. And it was really shocking to people. Yeah, like the last biggest news we heard was when Francesca and Harry announced that they'd split. And then it was nothing, no mention at all. Listen to how cagey this is. Okay. So when you do a show like this, because the premise of Too Hot to Handle was they took a bunch of hot 20-somethings. Yeah. They stuck them on an island looking for love. And then when they got there, they were told that there was no kissing, no canoodling, no self-gratification, no nothing while you were there with all these hot other singles. Mm -hmm. And it was a great show. So Netflix is already in Turks and Caicos, shooting seasons two and three. Yes! All right! Now, the reason that this wasn't announced was because, one, they switched production companies because that was a big deal. But the second is during the casting process for this new show, Mm -hmm. it was simply called Parties in Paradise. And the people who audition for these shows don't find out that it's too hot to handle until the cameras roll. Okay. Because they had to keep it a secret because they knew that people would be showing up thinking that it was too hot to handle. So they couldn't announce new seasons until the new seasons were already being shot. 
Gotcha. So that's why. So nobody knew that there was going to be more seasons of Too Hot to Handle. Because these people showing up, you don't want them in the mindset exactly. of that situation. Because they might you know don't how want, to... You don't want people auditioning for Too Hot to Handle. Right. You want people auditioning for Parties in Paradise. Exactly. And then they find out they're on Too Hot to Handle. So anyway, seasons two and three are currently being shot right now in Turks and Caicos. Question. Yes. Parties in Paradise. Yes. Sounds like a pretty lit show. Thank you. You think they're going to do that, too? Yeah, they might. I hope they do. Because I'd be into watching that. Uh, Well, so here we are. Uh, Let's start with Victoria from The Bachelor. Queen Victoria? Queen Victoria, the villain of The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. So the story came out a couple of days ago. Like, her mugshot was released. They dug up her mugshot. What did she do again? Okay, so was it was it back, fraud, or you know, it was, it was two, 2012 in uh, Tallahassee, Florida. She was busted stealing two hundred fifty dollars worth of merchandise from a supermarket. Okay, uh, according to the report, she was arrested. It was uh, and caught after she was caught on camera stealing twenty five items, including groceries and makeup. Uh, she was behind bars for two days, then posted a thousand dollars bail, and then she was ordered to be on probation for six months. And then she replied to that: "Every saint has a past; every sinner has a future." Um, Spoken like a true queen. Then this video starts going around where people are like, "Okay, hold on here. So, what is her actual deal? Like, is she a plant? Like an actual plant? Like mm-hmm. not somebody who?" signed up willingly and the producers are now encouraging Matt to keep around because she's great television, but people are starting to wonder if she's an actual plant Hmm. uh, to stir things up because a video started making uh, the rounds of a clip from million dollar listing where it shows Victoria touring an $11 million house on million dollar listing. She got that kind of money? No, she does not. And then so she responded to that saying, I have my real estate license in California. So I guess in the clip, she's there in the capacity of an agent and not as a potential buyer. Gotcha. But there's a clip of Victoria. Was somebody else there? Like another real estate agent? It was like an open house. Yeah, yeah. It was like there was a ton of people in the scene. okay, okay. There's a lot of people in the scene. It's quick. Like, she doesn't even say anything. You just literally see her. So it's not like an actual house tour where she's going to each room and like going to the bathroom. I didn't see the whole episode, but I saw the clip where they clearly show show her. Uh, And then we get to what went down between Matt James and... And one of his friends. So there's a video on Instagram where Matt is playing golf with one of his friends Mm -hmm. and his friend named Jerry attempts to distract Matt as he's putting by saying, now, how was Victoria's body? Because when I look at her, it doesn't look very nice. And you've been making out with this woman. And that's the video that went viral. And so then Matt goes on The Real, the talk show The Real, to, mm-hmm. I guess, apologize to Victoria on his friend's behalf. That's never something I condone or stand for, and uh, it's just a constant reminder. you got to be smart about the people you surround yourself with. Um, in those moments when you're in sports and people are trying to say things to you to throw things off your game, it's sad that someone would think that saying something like that about a woman that I was dating uh, would would deter me from what I was trying to do. And, you know, I, I said something to him off camera about it and uh, something along the lines of, you know, Victoria wouldn't have given him a second look. And it's, it's always the pot calling the kettle black. Like, like who is he to, to comment on someone's body? And, and it's such a low blow for any man to try to, to, to take a dig at something like that when 
it's it's just it's I'm not, not that's well, that's not my character. It's not what I'm about, and it's a shame that that that's even associated with with hmm. what was going on. So I, I I apologize on his behalf. I don't know if you'll get it from him, but. That's not something I'm a supporter stand. Well, I have absolutely no sympathy for. This is a woman on last week's episode where another contestant went home because her father has ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, and Victoria's response was the trash took itself out. Yeah. But also, Matt James, if you listen to that clip. Oh, he, yeah, yeah. No, he just gave a massive spoiler alert. He, you honestly think that there was a chance he's going to wind up with Victoria? Okay. I don't know. Please. I don't know. He uh, said, talk about a woman I was <laughs> dating. Yes, I know. We all got that, and nobody batted an eye except for you. <laughs> what, what, what? What? Spoiler alert, Matt James. What? Yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Mandalorian started filming. Yes. Season three. Uh, sorry, they're going to begin filming in April. Uh, my bad. April 5th. Still, yes. Yes. Uh, the show is set to debut sometime in 2022. That's all we know. And, this is uh, going to be interesting. Uh, Michael Strahan testing positive for COVID-19. So Michael was, he's been away from Good Morning America all week, and he covered his football duties for NFL remotely. And so a lot of people had said that they assumed that he had tested positive or come in contact with somebody who had tested positive. And this was the official statement this morning on Good Morning America. We know that you have noticed that Michael has not been with us here this week. He wanted us to let you know that he has tested positive for covid He's at home quarantining right now. So many of you have asked about him, reached out to him. He says thank you for the concern, very grateful for that, and the well wishes. He's also feeling well, looking forward to being back here shortly. And you should also know that all of us here, both in front of the camera and behind the scenes, have been cleared by Disney to be here after contract tracing following CDC guidelines. Yeah. I've been in constant contact with him via text. Enzo is keeping him <laughs> nice and warm, but he is doing well. I know. I was talking to him yesterday as well, and I just said, hurry uh, back because I'd like to set my alarm clock back an hour. That'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. All right, Michael, we wish you the very best. Hurry back. I don't like waking up this early. Uh, Apple is urging uh, for you to do the security grade for your iPhone and your iPads. Do the what? Okay, so the update that I think dropped on Tuesday earlier this week. Yeah. Uh, it is, is to it now? is to fix a security flaw that might have been actively exploited by hackers. Apple made the software upgrade available uh, yeah on Tuesday. Um, Wait, so adding a rare note suggesting that it was a serious threat. If you did the update. If you have not done the update. Oh crap! So I should do the update. Yes, I Apple thought is, I did. Hold they're, on. They're urging urging you to do the security update. Okay, I'm updating right now. Uh, uh, iOS 14.4. The company credited anonymous uh, researchers for pointing out the vulnerability, but provided very little details because it's Apple about the nature of the threat. Oh my God! Hold on. You're making me nervous, bro. <laughs> plug in my phone. You to plug it in? Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they make you plug your phone in when you, they want you to update it, Woo! huh? Okay. It's happening now. Just in time. Oh, thank you right? for telling me. I had no idea. No problem. And I'm usually like up to date on all things Apple. Yeah, because I saw that there was a weird note when it came to the to the most recent update. Like there was a message that I that you you never get when there's a new when there's a new yeah, update. Yeah, it's probably from a, a hacker. Yeah, it says still, bitch, we got you. I don't know. I still haven't updated my phone in forever. What iOS are you running? I don't know. Let me check. Do you, hold on. My question is: what? Do, do you know how to check? You shush your mouth. Hold on. 
Is I'm it, explain how to check your... Oh, stop it. I know I know what I'm doing. Okay, go. Okay, Walk me through the steps here. right no, now. No, you just mind your business. Um, Maury, where is it? <laughs> <laughs> general? Yeah. General. Uh, About? Yeah. Uh, name? Rose. No, soft, oh. software update. Man, uh, it says uh, 14.3. Yeah, so you got to upgrade. Oh. Update. To what then? The one that I'm doing right now, fourteen point four. Okay, <laughs> listen, man. Hey, I don't, congratulations, I don't, I don't by the what way. What? That's what amazing. What I do? You got through all that by yourself. Oh, shut up! Also, that's don't, what she said. You know what? You don't clap at me like I'm a child that just pooped. Okay, <laughs> like I'm capable. Okay, I'm capable. Like oh, look son. at you! Yeah, you did Good great, boy. buddy. Amazing. Your, mind your business. I'm so proud of you. Nah, want, nah. You want a cookie? Stop it. Mind your business. Hit the thing. I'm out. <laughs> Uh, the developers of the game Cyberpunk 2077 have asked fans to stop having sex with Keanu Reeves. What? Hold on. So what? there's a fan mod that allows players to swap out characters with AI characters. Like you can sort of swap the appearance of characters. Okay. And I guess in the game, there is a sex worker character. Oh, my God. And yeah. your character is the player interact with them, and you can swap them out with this fan-made mod that allows you to turn that character into Keanu Reeves because Keanu Reeves is a character in the game. Uh -huh. Johnny Silverfist, I think his name is what his name Bad is. Badass name. I could be wrong with that. Uh, and they said um, they're no longer allowing people to use user-generated content that could be, quote, harmful towards others, especially when it comes to mods. They say, in the case of model swaps, especially those that involve explicit situations, it can be perceived as such by the people who lent us their appearance for the purpose of creating characters in cyberpunk. Um, what if it's a love story, though? What's that? What if it's a love story? What uh, if the person who created the mod was like, well, we want... Keanu Silverfist But there. here's the thing is that Keanu's character has sex in the game, but it's just from his perspective. You don't get, he has a love scene, oh. okay, in the game. You don't get to make love to Keanu Reeves. Oh. Keanu Reeves' character makes love to somebody else, oh, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Okay. What up, Silverfist? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so weird. Who knew that that was even a thing? I'm reading an article uh, with a guy named Ian Dicko Dixon. Ian, who, Ian Dicko Dixon. He was um, a former Australian Idol judge. Okay. And he was talking about, I guess they brought in Diddy to do something with the show or some kind of show in Australia. Yeah. And I don't know when this was from, but it seems like it was a while ago. And the way he tells the story is that Diddy stayed in the airport in Sydney for 15 hours because the limos that were arranged for him and his entourage weren't up to his standards. Oh, come on. So he landed and saw the cars that they had ordered and he refused to get in them. The first reason he refused was because the limos were white and not black and he only wanted black limos. Right. So then he sat in the airport and waited and then they had black limos show up and then I guess he had somebody go out to the limo, and then he said that the sound system in the limo wasn't good enough for him to listen to his mixes. The system uh, wasn't bumping? Then, okay, yeah. Okay. And then so he sat in the airport for 15 hours waiting for 
adequate transportation. Yo, that's got to be like the most petty holdout ever. Like I am not leaving after traveling. Yeah. For more than 24 hours, I am still not leaving this airport. 15 hours. Until I get a black bump in limo. Uh, The Shaq Bowl was announced. This is... um, Excuse me, the what? Shaq Bowl. So Shaquille O'Neal's pregame show on Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, It's going to feature Tim Tebow, Ezekiel Elliott, Diplo, Anthony Anderson, Nelly, uh, and a whole bunch of other people. Um, Offset's going to be there. And I think what they're doing is they've created a series of events and two teams will go head to head and everything from dodgeball to tug of war and even a hot wing eating challenge. It better not be on at the same time as the Puppy Bowl. Um, The Puppy Bowl runs. No, doesn't the Puppy Bowl run at halftime? No? No, I think it runs before the game. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. And the ratings for Puppy Boy are huge. Know. Yeah. Roz and Mocha Q&A. Hi, Natasha. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you today? I'm good. Welcome to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. What is your question? Uh, my question is, what is something that your pet does that is specifically unique to them? Mm. Oh. Do you have any pets, Natasha? Um, I don't, but my roommates just got a cat, and um, I've never really been around cats, so kind of seeing some of the mannerisms have been funny. I will say this. my The, the, the two cats that we had before we got the psycho new one, um, they're very much just cats, right? Yeah. Like they, that's one of those kind of old and they lays around and... Uh, the the older cat sleeps on my feet every night, which is just the greatest feeling in the world. Um, but we have this new cat, Moo, and he is nuts. Like, he's bonkers. And a couple of things that he does, and I've owned a lot of cats, and he just does a few things that I've never seen other cats do. Right? Like, he, if he leaves the living room and goes around the corner into the hallway and then down the stairs. He passes by two walls, so he has to go around two corners. Mm -hmm. And his preferred way of doing it is to run as fast as he can and then jumps on the wall and runs across the wall like Neo in the Matrix. Oh, yeah? And then then lands on the floor, does the other corner, and runs across the wall three steps and then lands on the floor again and then goes downstairs. Wow. And he goes high. He's about like three and a half feet off the ground when he's running across the wall. Like it's Honestly, it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life, but he only does that. And then the other thing that he does is he plays fetch. But not only does he play fetch, like he instigates fetch. He will go and get, like we have all these little, his favorite toy are these little tiny plastic springs, right? And he can get them in his mouth and destroys them and everything else. And I'll be standing in the kitchen and he will walk from wherever he is and he'll drop one of the springs on my feet. Oh, yeah? And then I bend down and he sits beside me and I launch it down the hallway and it could either go down the stairs or into the office or whatever it is. And then he runs and gets it and then runs, trots back into the kitchen and drops it right at my feet again. Oh, that's so cute. Like he plays fetch. Like I've never had a cat. I've had a cat that would some, like, sometimes bring you something, right? Yeah. The outdoor cat used to bring dead rats to the door all the time. <laughs> oh, wow. Right? <laughs> like, like they would do that. <laughs> but he legit, he legit plays fetch. Wow! Like he's the smartest. So like cute. he's super, he's super smart. But um, but so those two things are very unique to him. Um, both of those combined that uh, that none of my other cats have ever done. Like the other cat will watch him play fetch. Like the other two cats will sit there on the floor watching him play fetch, and neither of them will do anything. Like that's they not just, their thing. No, they just don't have that thing, right? Mm-hmm. But he uh, he does. See. I haven't owned any pet like growing up. Tig, our dog, who we've now had. Is that for, your first pet? 
for eight years. Yeah. Tig really? is my very first pet. Oh, wow. So I don't know, like, he's a golden retriever. So everything that he does, like, I don't know if it's unique to him. The only thing I find <laughs> weird is that he will, like, we have a, a dog bed for him, right? Yeah. And he may lay on it, like, once in a while. But most times he'll lay on the floor either, like, right directly in front or directly beside that dog bed. And I'm like, dude, why are you laying on the floor? Like, you have a nice, comfy-ass bed. We paid, like, a lot of money for this bed, right? Yeah, for yeah. your comfort. Yeah. And he refuses. Like, he'll, like, to entertain us. Like, look at me. I'm on the bed. He might need some sort of therapy. Like, that might be a thing. Like, I don't know. I think that's a dog thing. They want the cold of the floor. Yeah. A thousand percent. Really, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. Dan Mori? Four things. Very quickly. Okay. One, our dog, Andy Monroe, insists on being carried across uh, intersections. Right. So if we're at a red light, he will oh jump. And he's a high jumper. He'll jump to try and get Matthew to lift him. And Matthew has to carry him like a baby across an intersection right. every time. Okay. He will not walk across grates on the street. He will jump over every grate. Yeah. And yeah, because it feels weird on their paws. Has be, he'll, he'll walk around them or jump over them. Yeah. And he now insists on sleeping in the bed with us. Right. I don't oh, think that's, 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 a, I don't that's, think that's unique to your dog, He, he jumps onto the bed. Tiny little dog. And we have a very high bed. He'll yeah. jump onto the bed. And he's learned the word bye. So every time Matthew is on a Zoom, <laughs> yeah. he stays outside the office. He knows to stay outside the office. And he could be sleeping. The second Matthew says, okay, bye, yeah. and he's up and into the office. Yeah, dogs know every that time. stuff. Yeah, oh, dogs know that absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we can't say the word walk no, you in spell our it. house. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. or we just, and now he also knows the letter W. Right, yes. Because we stopped saying dogs walk so for smart. a long time. And then we started saying, like, okay, maybe this afternoon we'll go for a W around the block. Yeah. And as soon as he hears the letter W, his ear, like, he gets up from wherever it is that he's laying, his lazy ass, yeah. and he runs to the door. Yeah. Or he'll run over to us with his tail wagging. Yeah. And we're like, dude. So now what we have to say is, do you want to take the dog for you-know-what around you-know-where? Yes. They yeah. just start we, to learn you-know-what. Yeah, yeah, and we can't say the word block either because he now knows, like, around, yeah. and he knows the word around. Yeah, so around the block. Yeah, he it's, knows. It's so wild. It's so wild how smart dogs are. We we went through the same thing when I was growing up, and we had two dogs, and you went from walk, and then they understood what that was, and then it went from, and then it went to W A L K, and then it went from that, and then it then it became claw, right? Claw. We'll, we'll just say the damn word, you know, backwards. Right? Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, and then it became it became claw. And then same thing. It was like you, know, the, you know what around the whatchamacallit. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to do the thing? Like you couldn't even. You couldn't. And you and you would say it angry too. You'd be like, Do you want to do that thing around the thing? <laughs> right. Like you would have to even to change the. way. Yeah. Try to throw them off. Yes. You'd have to change the way that you even said words. We had a dog, a uh, big dumb Bouvier, who was like 160 pounds or something like that. Like this dog was massive, and I remember lying in bed one morning and it was early my parents used to leave for work at like 6 a.m and so it was just after like 6 a.m and it was dark out because it was winter and i just heard this scratching sound like this scratching rubbing scratching 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 and i remembered waking up in the night hearing that same sound but i wow. thought it was like snow outside or ice or whatever it was and then when i was waking up in the morning i opened the door and the sound was actually coming from inside the house wow. this scratching sound Scary. And I walk around the corner, and I go to go into the kitchen, and the dumb dog is lying on the ground in the, on the, in the hallway, like not a care in the world. And I guess he had spent all night just licking a hole through the drywall. No. Just on one spot? Yeah. 
He oh was he just he just lied there all night long and just licked the wall. And when I woke up, <laughs> there was a hole you could put your finger no. through just above the baseboard on the idiot. floor. Right? Yeah. I wonder what they were thinking. No he was idea. Thinking. No like, idea. I wonder what happens if I lick this part of the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then it kept just getting like more wet, more wet, more wet. And I walked in. It was a big, giant wet spot on the on the bottom of the wall. <laughs> no. And you could put your finger right through the drywall uh, that he had licked all the way. He had licked all the way through. <laughs> For no reason at no all. Ass dogs, no, huh? dumb. Just dumb, right? <laughs> hey, Natasha, thanks so much for your question. <laughs> no problem. Have a wonderful day. I bought four buttons, like these buttons that you press and it speaks, and you mm-hmm. can record your voice on them. And mm-hmm. they finally arrived because I want to train Andy to, if he has to go outside, to push the button. So it'll be my voice over voice on these buttons. So he'll push it and it'll be me going, I have to pee. Oh, God. <laughs> or... Why don't you get somebody else to voice it? Or, or who else is going to voice it? You Anybody. could just take your dog out <laughs> and let him pee. No, but if he if he has to tell us that he needs to go, yeah. and then another one, it's going to be I'm hungry. Oh, <laughs> you know Matthew's going to throw those things right in the yeah. garbage. Or, huh? or I have a great idea. Yeah, you could just feed the dog every day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we do. But I train him to do this. <laughs> that poor dog is going to be so full of urine and starving, I not know. not having been able to figure out how to work Maury's buttons. <laughs> I know. Also, the thing with dogs, you can't train them to say like I'm hungry because dogs will eat anything and everything all the time. That dog's going to be pressing that button every single yeah. minute. Yeah, exactly. But that'll be awesome because it'll just be me all the time yeah, going, okay. I'm hungry. Okay, here we go. I'll see how this, I'll see how this works. Okay, Rachel has uh, a quite unique question, and we've never had a question like this on Ask Razamoka. Okay. What is your favorite type of staircase? Spiral, winder, straight, L-shaped, curved, or U-shaped? I... She's talking about stairs. Yeah. <laughs> okay, wait, read those again and let me think of that other thing that Maureen just mentioned. Okay. <laughs> Spiral, winder, straight, yeah. L-shaped, right. curved, okay. or U-shaped. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Been with them all. Okay, but we're talking nice stairs, right? Maureen, you have... <laughs> What are you talking about? Yeah, you're such a liar. What are you talking about? You're, you got your number is so low. Yeah, it's in the negative. Yeah, exactly. I think I would now. If you said you've been all those things, <laughs> maybe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my favorite kind of staircase. I'll tell you. I really prefer if you're going to do a full, like if I got to do a full flight. I think that to me, the staircase that feels the best to walk up and makes the most sense is I like when one full flight is split into two. So I like walking up a few stairs, hitting a landing, Mm -hmm. walking across that landing a little bit, and then walking up the other way. So you have one flight, we have one that goes like this and one that goes sort of on the up the other way oh, with, the, okay, with the landing yeah. with the landing in the middle. Yeah. So you, you walk up, so you walk up here and you got a little landing and then you walk up here, right? Okay. I think that's my favorite type of staircase. Spiral staircases suck. There's nothing good about a spiral spit. You can't move a couch up a spiral staircase. Yeah. You can't do anything up a spiral staircase. In Portugal, the family in Portugal, my family there has one of those old iron windy staircases to go up to spiral. the second floor. Yeah. yeah, but like a vintagey one. Sure. And yeah, I loved yeah. that. Yeah. That was No, I don't cool. like no. those. I only They're think no of, I always think of like what's what's uh, the most efficient in case I need to bring something upstairs. Yes. Right? Yes. So straight is where I'm you going. Like, but you I like, like the winding one, one if you're going to do like a kind of a presentation no, of your outfit. I don't like windy stairs. We have windy stairs in the house. And when you get to the windy part, the inside of that stair gets real thin. 
Yeah. Right? Like real, real thin on the inside. And, and I don't, every and time I don't, you walk down, you can feel like the queen. No, but I don't feel safe on those stairs. Like, because I always have to walk close to the wall where the stair's the fattest. But if I'm holding the railing and I'm going down, I always like hit that little tiny yeah. part of the stair. No, Your heel slips? No, I don't like that at all. I'm yeah, not a fan. Straight for me. So yeah. what's the difference then? So I get the idea of spiral and winder. I understand those. Mm-hmm. L-shape's the one you mentioned originally where the landing. Sure, yeah. Let's say that. So... What's the difference then between curved and U-shaped for stairs? And U-shape and L-shape to me are the same. No, 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 no. No, because a U-shape, you could go up both sides. Yeah. Right? Oh, is that the U? Yes, Uh yes, 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 yes. You have that. What what kind of stairs do you have in your place? You go straight, and then you you get to the landing. You get to like the, and then you and then you can go either left or right. There's like two steps. It's like you live in some sort of like antebellum home. Like it's like you got that big, you got that big sort of sprawling openness underneath the stairs, and he gets to the top where you know the your lady could be there in her gown, and then walk down like on prom night, and you hate your stairs. Yeah, when you get up yeah. to the top and yeah. then you split, you can either go left or right. Yeah. I always go left. Yeah. Um, I just think it's inefficient. Yeah. And I think it's a waste of space. But you can use the landing for plants. So can, are you going to rip them out? What are you going to do? Yeah, we're going to do new stairs. Stairs are expensive, man. I know. You priced out stairs yet? Yeah. Bro, stairs are incredibly expensive. I know. We've been saving. Are you? What are you doing? Are you doing, <laughs> are you doing wood or are you going to do something else? No, it's still going to be wood. Yeah? Yeah. There's some real great um, prefab stairs that they do where they come in and they measure it and then they build a sort of metal singular pipe that goes all the way up and then your stair treads go on that so you literally oh, wow. you literally just have it's one central pipe as opposed to two stringers yeah. coming down on either side huh. it's uh it's they're really really cool sturdy? really cool very sturdy yeah, yeah very sturdy because i like big thick beefy stairs yeah, right same. so like when we were doing the stairs at the cottage outside um, normally they'll put deck board on your, on the stairs to, yeah. to go up. And to me, I don't use deck board other than for what deck board is for, which is covering a deck. Stairs should always be two by six. Yeah. Like you need beefy stairs. Like I need to stand on something that feels like it's substantial. Right. And I'm with you. Like I need, I need like a sturdy substance. St- yeah. I need stairs. Oh, what about your railing? You don't like your railing either? No, no, you hate it. huh? No, the yeah. guy, it was like everything in the house. It yeah. was all designed by, cause it went through a reno yeah. uh, by the guy that, that owned the house prior to us. Right. So now we're kind of slowly. But most people want what you have now because it's fancy. Like it looks great in photos. Yeah. But people want that sort of, you know, younger couples, they want that sort of clean, almost, I don't want to say modern, but contemporary style where like people really love, you know, glass railings on stairs, Mm -hmm. like that sort of glass wall that goes up and you have those big metal brackets in the middle of it kind of thing. People really love that. But I'm I'm not a fan of that because I don't want to clean glass for the rest of my life. And then dust gets on it and sticks on it. And sometimes you got a dog. Yeah. Oh, forget about it. Forget about it. Right. And even if you, even if you uh, like spray Windex or whatever, you'll still get some sort of residue or some no, sort of dust hell that's, no. that's still on it. I no, hate no, no, those. No, no, not cool. All right. Uh, Mark asks here, if you had to give up one thing that you do every day, what would it be? I'm not giving up that. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. So is that the one thing that you would not give up, Maury? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Wait, what? What do you mean what? You know what. So, okay. So hold on here. You would give, would you give up Andy, your dog? Oh, see, no, I couldn't do that now. You couldn't do that now. So but I thought he so, meant no, no. I don't think he meant like physical things. I thought Mark meant like a. Uh, what would you be giving up? No, I'm like, just asking you. You said you would never give that up, right? You would yeah. never, you would never that's give that not, up. And that's not a physical thing. Well, it's 
Okay, so if I told you you could never do that ever again, you yeah. could never do that ever again, but you get to keep the dog. And if you're caught doing it, we take the dog away. But if you take the dog away, can I visit the dog? No, nope. no, not your You'll dog anymore. You'll never see Andy Monroe again. Yeah. He'll come live with me. Yeah. Oh, then I can't give up the dog. So you would never do that ever again? Never. Never. You're such a liar. You're such a liar. <laughs> yeah. give you up are the, like, such a liar. Give up a dog just for like 10 minutes of... 10 minutes? Yeah, right, you liar. <laughs> Bro, why do you lie so much? 10 minutes. <laughs> I almost said three, but I rounded up. 10 minutes. Yeah, right. You need to round down. I'm going to say, I'm gonna say, less, I'm gonna say less than three. Yeah. Way well, less than, I'm gonna way say less like than 45 three. seconds. 45 seconds. <laughs> Exactly. 45, 45 like, seconds. It's like you were at my house yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Maury has it timed down so he can go in the bathroom, flush the toilet so it's real noisy, and finish before the toilet stops. <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee it. I, like, I guarantee it. That's like it. the only time Maury's good at math. Yeah. He can, okay. Okay. Maury, Maury, know, Maury knows that he's got to finish. If you go, he goes in and runs the faucet, so it sounds like he's brushing his teeth, and he, he can finish before it would take you the time to brush it's your like teeth. like you're there. So Matthew doesn't get, so Matthew doesn't oh get suspicious. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know your tricks. <laughs> it's All right. like you're there. Yeah, so exactly. what's one, uh, so if you had to give up one thing that you do every day, what would it be? <laughs> Um, why would I give up something I do every day? If I do it every day, presumably I like it. Like I would give up creaming my feet. You cream your feet every day? Yeah, I have to. I wear what? Like uh, during the day, I'll wear one sock on my left foot. Really? Huh? And I there's three creams I put on there. Three? Three. I start with the itch cream. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, for God's sake! I forget what it's called. It's like something with a number, and I got it off of Amazon. Okay. Um. Uh, no, no, no. A different one. Not, not A53. A5 3, 3, 5, not no. A53. Not Ben Gay. You can't put that on your penis. Yeah. No. That'll burn. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you put the foot cream? Okay. The, the, cr the, the cream's on, cream. and then I put a sock on, and then that's no, the, so for the day. No, so the creams do, again? Do, 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 so anti-itch, and then what's number two? Anti-itch, and then a lavender night cream. Uh-huh. Oh. And then? And then a CBD cream. <laughs> Why are you mixing all three of those together? Well, they all have different things to do, and I let them figure it out. I know, but, out. Like, but when are, you layer, then you're minimizing the next thing. Or even the previous thing that's on like, your foot. Are you able to even rub? But I assume with a cream, it kind of sort of just absorbs into itself. So, Not immediately. So, so before you put a sock on, like that's so much cream. Like, are are you able to rub it in, or are your feet like white, like you just stuck it in a like a vat of baking grease? Yeah, no, like, like I stick it in, and then it squishes around for about an hour. Oh my oh, god! Gross. Oh. And you only do that on one foot. One foot. Why? Because the left foot's fine. No, man, you can't do that. You got to do both. Yeah, it's you, always the right have to do, you always have to do both. Yeah. Like for me right now, I realize that I made a mistake today because I, uh, do I have cream to, your feet too. No, no, no. I have to wear a, I've been wearing a um, support sock, right? Because yeah. I, my leg hasn't been feeling great. So I've been wearing a, a support sock, but they come in a pair. Age, right? Right. Yeah. They come in a pair and I only put one on one leg, the leg that is a little bit sore that I need help with. And I have a regular sock on the other one. I feel so unbalanced yeah. right now. Yeah. It's weird. So I'm going to have to wear, start wearing one of these on my leg that's perfectly fine. Just because even walking feels super weird. Because I, I got one sock that comes up to my knee and then I'm just wearing a regular sock on the other foot. But the one, the support sock that you're wearing, yeah. once you take that off, you're walking or the, the feeling is still going to feel weird 
Yes. Because only the left side of your foot had that support right. system, right? Yeah, it's so just going to feel, everything's going to feel off. It is. It's all, you so have to get, now, have it even. I know. Now I got to start wearing two super high socks. And you hurt your leg and you don't even play sports. No, I know. It's weird, um, huh? If you had to give up one thing that you do every day, I, I don't, don't know. Like coffee, maybe? I, I don't okay. like something watching that, is a that favorite TV something? show that you watch every day. I wouldn't give up watching TV. I get too no. much enjoyment out of watching TV. No, no. Like, I mean, if there's one specific show that you no, watch, no, no, no. Watching, watching TV would be the thing. Yeah. Oh, it's not like I won't watch the news. No. No, no, no. I would say watching TV. We got to be a little bit more specific with things, or, or not, gen- or general. With or things, I won't right? have my afternoon espresso. Yes, sure. Okay, there. Yeah, yes. that's it right there. Because every now and then I will have like I hit it. I crash pretty much at like three o'clock yeah. in the afternoon. That's when I feel probably the most tired that I will feel in an entire day. Yeah, and. Between three and four, I'll have a coffee or an espresso. Yeah. So if I had to give something up. But then, like, later, like, I get the, the caffeine rush, but then I hit another crash later, which doesn't really feel the best. So if I had to give one thing up, it would probably be that 3 to 4 p.m. Mm. Like, I give caffeine. up my, like, 9 p.m. ice cream. 9 p.m. ice cream. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, and I'm, I'm having... already in deep sleep at 9 o'clock oh. at night. And I've discovered matcha ice cream. Which is what? Matcha green tea ice cream. So yeah. good. Oh, I like green tea ice cream. Yeah. That's what oh. you get at the, don't you get, that's what you get at um, the Japanese places, right? Yeah. yeah but green now, tea ice cream. Uh, the Delish. company with, it starts with an H. What's that famous one? It starts Horror. with an H. <laughs> 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 the Swedish ice cream. It starts with know. an H. No but idea, the H man. is does. Thank you. No, you say the H. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not like horror where you don't say the W. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Agendas. Wahor. Okay. Oh, and I started doing your coffee thing, and it works. Where you have a coffee before you nap, yeah. And then when you wake up, it starts yeah, working. Baby, that really that. works. I love that. Yeah. That's my that's my jam right there. Jonathan says here, what did you like to eat or drink in your childhood slash young adult life? That today you would question yourself on, quote, how could you like such a thing? Oh, bro. Hold on. He then says, I bet, damn it, Maury doesn't have an answer. All food is good, specifically if you can add smoked salmon. (laughs) Smoked salmon's the best. (laughs) Uh, Would you drink smoked salmon? Ew! Yes. Ew, that's so gross. Nasty. Because smoked salmon really is a, a kind of a... A very light fish. It's not cooked, right? So it's do you kind have a magic? Of... Do you have a magic bullet blender? Yes. Yes. Okay. When when from the next podcast, I don't even know if we're going to do this on the show, but maybe we'll just make this a podcast exclusive. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to bring in your magic bullet blender, mm-hmm. right? Some smoked salmon and like a bottle of water, and we're going to blend up some smoked salmon, oh and you can God. and you can drink it. Done. Yeah. Mocha, you in? No. no, no, that's a you thing only. <laughs> a you exclusive. No, we it. No, 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 no. I'm not doing that. I hate smoked salmon. It's disgusting. Uh, what was the question again? Like something that you ate or drank either as a oh, kid or God, like yeah. in your young adult life that today you would probably question. Like why Soda, would you pop all of how it? Could you all of really? it? Really? Yeah, yeah. Especially the real sweet ones like Becker's. We had a, a store called Becker's. Uh, this franchise, and they had like. It was all sort of knockoff sodas, mm-hmm. and I used to drink so much of the lemon lime Becker's pop. Oh, that, really? Oh my god, dude! And it was a knockoff of what, like Seven Up or Sprite? No, but it was just lemon lime. Oh, right? it, was, it was yeah, called lemon lime. it was just lemon lime, um, and it was green. 
Okay. And, yeah, it was green. And so I used to do that. And then their orange crush version. Um, but even like back in the day, like Tahiti Treat and the amount of Pepsi oh, I used to drink. Like yo, all Tahiti of those. Treat. Oh, all, all I love of, that. Yeah, all of those grape crush, like all of those drinks. Yeah. Brio. Right. Remember Welch's? Remember the cans yeah. of Welch's that yes. were carbonated Welch's juice? What about cream soda? Cream soda. Oh, yo, crush cream soda. So, but I haven't had, Damn. like, I haven't had pop, like, Either a, a Seven Up or a ginger ale or a Coke. I have or ginger whatever. ale if I'm sick. And do you? Yeah. I don't. There's no. There's not enough ginger and ginger ale to fix you when you're sick. Yeah. Um, yeah. They were sued and lost. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> is it true? Yeah. Yeah. And so I. It's been probably for me. I'm going to say well, well over ten years. Wow. Fifteen, I would say, since I've had any sort of like wow. pop. Yeah. Now I want. Crush cream soda. You do, huh? Yeah. Do you still drink that treat. stuff? Do you still drink like? Like you... every now and then. Yeah. It's like very what, what will rare. you have if you drink a soda? Like I'll have like a Coke. Yeah. Yeah. Or a Brio. Pepsi. Anything like really, that. Huh? Yeah. But it's very, very interesting. Rare. Interesting. Oh, I shouldn't say that. I had. Does Red Bull count? I guess. Uh, I mean, it's a carbonated flavored drink. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because I had a Red Bull a while ago, like five, four, four years ago, or something like that. Do you remember when Red Bull was extremely difficult to get? Oh, yeah. And and like you would you would go to one bar over another bar because that bar would serve vodka Red Bull. Yeah, like it would determine your night. What was that based thing called on where they dropped the Red Bull in the middle of the drink? I don't know. Oh uh, yeah, I don't remember. But like Red Bull was like it really bougie. Like it was mm. very exclusive. You couldn't find Red Bull in corner stores. Yeah, like you certainly couldn't buy Red Bull at Costco. Like Red Bull was something that you had to go and find. And it was difficult to find. I mean, it's not even like it was illegal. No, no, no. It was just hard to get. Yeah. And then it was just so new. And then you would go and drink vodka Red Bulls, and then you'd wake up the next morning, and you would if you felt like a spider came into your room that and just sucked all the moisture out of your body. Yeah. Jager bomb. That's what it was. It oh. was Red Bull with a shot of Jager in the. That's middle. not a Jager bomb. What do you mean not a Jager bomb? That's no, not a Jager bomb. Red Bull with a shot of. No. It was a gl- no. Like a cup of Red Bull. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, a cup of Red Bull, and then a shot of uh, like a shot glass. Of Jaeger in the middle, mm. and you drank both at the same time. Is that a Jaeger bomb? I don't. Yeah. I don't no. know. Hold on here. I thought it was like a Irish car crash or something. No, like no, that. Irish car bomb. Irish it, car bomb. Yeah. No, that is a shot of Irish whiskey inside a pint. Pint of beer. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have an answer for this while he looks that up? Yeah, things like chunky soup. I used to go bonkers over that stuff. I used yeah, to buy love those, that yeah. still. Yeah, chunky drop soup, drop a drop it. a shot of uh, Jaeger into an energy drink. Jaeger mm. bomb. Yeah, uh, chunky soup. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh oh. Like Puritan. All like all of those cans of. Yeah. Like, so good back in the day. Oh. What about Chef Boyardee? Even yeah, Chef Boyardee. All that stuff. Even like Alpha Gettys and stuff. Oh. The Heinz. Any so of the Heinz. Sweet, oh, they're, they're very so sweet. sweet. And uh, what else I used to kill? Oh, like um, what do you call it? like Hungry Man dinners? Oh yeah. Right. Those dinners. TV dinners. Those yeah. my dad would call emergency rations. He would phone me if he was going to go out with a lady. Yeah. And he would say. Okay, go into the cupboard. It's an emergency ration night, oh. and I would have to make yeah. myself a Honestly, Chef Boyardee. Th- th- that was like dinner. Like, we would plan for that. Like, yeah. that was dinner, like was a family special. dinner. Yeah, yeah. Because they were expensive, yeah. Yeah, they were those TV expensive. dinners. Yeah. Um, but all that kind of stuff, like, especially, like, in my early 20s when I was living on my own and yeah. figuring out, you know, how to save money. Yeah. And it was all those canned foods or TV dinners when, that I would eat. When it came to TV dinners, mm-hmm. okay, for me, it was always a toss-up of which my favorite was. And it always, and it only ever came down to two. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. Either the fried chicken. Yeah. Or the Salisbury steak. Is this the Swanson's oh, one? Oh yeah. Swanson. So mine was always there was like a, a it wasn't the fried chicken it was like a breaded chicken. Yeah, fried but it's fried chicken. It was but a fried yeah, chicken yeah, yeah, version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the meat. It was like a cutlet. One. Yeah, it was like a yeah, it was like a chicken cutlet. So it was always the Salisbury steak with gravy, yeah. which oh. was like a hamburger patty with gravy and mashed yeah. potatoes on the side. Oh, the mashed potatoes it. tasted like paper. Oh, they were so good. Yeah. I loved all of that. You're living. So, but I don't. I and I haven't had them in years. But I can't remember which I decided on, which was my all-time favorite, whether it was the Salisbury steak or the fried chicken. I have one. I have an answer for this. Go. So my dad and I, when I was younger, we would have um, a bowl of prunes and milk. <laughs> now I could never do that. Excuse me? Yeah, prunes and milk or mandarin oranges and cottage cheese. What? <laughs> Those were the two um, sort of, I guess, desserty things my dad would make. Prunes with Dessert? milk. Dessert? Yeah, prunes with <laughs> milk. <laughs> or mandarin with cottage cheese. Yeah, okay, so here's the picture of the Salisbury steak dinner that I used to have. Oh, my God, looking at it now, I want to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a blob, right? And the, you know what the name of the article is? What? Frozen Salisbury steak isn't made of what you think it is. Ew! Don't read it. Don't read it. I'm, Don't read it. I'm clicking. I'm clicking. I'm clicking. Oh, God. Frozen Salisbury steak isn't made of what you think it is. If you're not familiar with the dish, Salisbury steak is essentially a seasoned hamburger patty that is fried and topped with onions and gravy. Mm. Uh, the food, so far. Tell the me food more. was invented in the United States during the American Civil War, blah, blah, blah. According to Smithsonian, blah, blah, blah. Dr. Salisbury believed that eating certain foods could cure various diseases and began experimenting with different diets, blah, 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 uh, for the time-saving frozen meal variety. If you check the ingredients list from many TV dinner brands, you could be in for a nasty shock, especially if you do not eat pork or soy products. Oh, across the board, most companies that make frozen Salisbury steak add not only a ton of stabilizers and fillers to the classic American dish, but also use a mashup of random ingredients in the hamburger patty instead of pure beef. The worst offender appears to be frozen food company Banquet. That's the ones I used to eat! <laughs> Whose family-sized Salisbury steak and brown gravy frozen meal contains more pork water, and mechanically separated chicken than actual beef. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Come on. Uh, national brand Stouffer's Salisbury steak recipe is hardly better, they say, in the nutritional information given on their website. The first ingredient of their classic Salisbury steak uh, is uh, pork, water, and soy protein concentrate. Ew. Man, there's no steak in mistake. Yeah. Mmm. Yeah, I don't even remember what we were talking about, but I'm happy we were talking about it. <laughs> Here's a question from Aaron that we'll end on. On an average day, how many pigeons do you think you could reasonably carry? Think of the pigeon lady in Home Alone 2. Okay, like, are they, uh, hold on, I have a question. Yes. Are the pigeons sitting on me? Yes. Or do I have to physically, like, harness and carry pigeons where I'm stuffing them in the arm, the sleeves of my jacket and stuff? No, I think they're on you. On me. Yeah. Hmm, interesting. Maybe, like, you're able to not necessarily summon, but, like, if they were flying and then they would just, like, land so on So you're you. a scarecrow. Basically. I don't want to walk around with my arms straight out, so I can't give them that much real estate. I would say maybe from shoulder to elbow so I could at least put my hands on my hips. Are you moving or are and you then, standing in one place? You got to go about your day. Yeah. Um, one, well, two, I'd assume three, on Roz's five, head six, you could put seven, three. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen... Like yeah, maybe, that many? yeah. Like where maybe. Because well, yeah. like, where are they gonna land? Where are you gonna have them? They would all just because I would up. just. They were all lined up here, like one, two, like on your arms, three. Like yeah. they're just like yeah. gripping. Four, 
But can five, they grip like that sideways? Six. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. See, I, I was no, just but thinking... I would walk with my hands on my hips, right? Oh. I would walk around with my hands on my hips. Okay, so like this. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So they're okay. going, they're, they're so able, two. they got, you got head, shoulders, and shoulders and to elbows. Oh, yeah. Right? So I could probably, two, four, six. And maybe I would put a chopstick in my mouth and let one sit there. <laughs> no, because, how are you going to talk? Well, whatever. Two, four, six, eight. Like maybe 12? 12. I count no, 11. 11. Like one on my nose. Yeah. yeah. Maybe 15? I could say Max? 16. 16? Yeah, yeah around 16. 16. I yeah. have 11. Comfortably. Yeah. Right, comfortably. Yeah. I could no, have... You wouldn't be comfortable oh, if you had a pigeon oh, sitting you on your nose. You could put one on each toe, like one on each foot. No, that wouldn't work. I don't uh, think that that would work. Drive? Yeah, you got to drive and no, you got to walk. No, it'll clamp on and, and you could keep going. It'll Theoretically, you could. Theoretically, you could. Yeah, you could. We found a falcon in our tree the other night that was eating some squirrel or bird that it killed. Oh, my God. And it what? sat there. It was just in our tree. Yeah. And just pulling out all its intestines and dropping everything on the ground. Ew. And there was blood flying and feathers oh, flying gross. and, and, and everything else. Up? And no, it was, it was on my, it, everything was falling into my neighbor's yard, although oh. it was our tree. Yeah. And then Roxy went upstairs to watch it through the window upstairs. No. She was fascinated by yeah. it. Yeah. And then, I, and then I told Catherine, I sent Catherine a video of it. And she told me to tell the falcon that that tree is not its place to do murdering in. <laughs> but but so yeah. you open the window? Hey, no, falcon! Honestly, body parts everywhere, though. Ugh. Body parts everywhere. Everything was falling, right? And then it left it. It took it to another part of the tree and wedged it, what was left of the carcass, in between two branches. Yeah. And it flew off, going to look for something else. But, like, it left it up there. And it was like, just like you could see the legs hanging down like I'm off it. Back for you? Um, yeah, I'm coming back for you. Whoa. Yeah, but like pulling at its intestines, like super long. <laughs> and it was like Survival it was of the fittest, man. bro. It was wild. This thing was just like merciless. Wow. Like no care in the world, just picking at it. Like an all like bits falling off, like down onto the ground. Savage. Blood. You could see blood. Okay, like enough. just yeah, it was awesome. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, find us on Instagram at kiss925. Look for the picture that reads Ask Roz and Mocha because that's where we get your questions from. Fill out the comment section and we'll go through a bunch on future episodes. This has been. Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on kiss925. Kiss925.com or download the kiss925 app.